Skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know how this machine worked. It seems to run on some form of electricity. And it was wrong. It was a bad call, Ripley. It was a bad call. Bad call. Some are good for fighting, others for dying. It's just two movies. Welcome back to It's Just Two Movies. My name is Daniel King. With me today is my good friend Birdman. Call. And as you'll know, this is the only podcast where you can get two middle-aged white guys drinking and talking about movies. If this is your first time tuning in, disclaimer up top, uh, we're foul. We're, we're sassy, rude boys. Sassy rude boys. We're sassy, sassy rude boys. I'm a dad. Got my, got my, got my, my whites on. Your dad jeans. My dad jeans. Do you have your dad jeans? No, you're not wearing. No, I'm, I'm wearing sweats. So you're wearing dad sweats. It's comfy Friday night. Yeah. And a Taiwan on. Gonna yeah. watch an awful fucking piece of shit movie. Can't wait. Yeah. But if you've never seen the show before, that's us. I'm Danny. He's Bird. Uh, what we do is we watch two movies. We watch a good movie. At least one of us thinks it's a good movie. Try to do something where if you were scrolling down our list, you would go, that's a good movie, good movie, good movie, good movie. I've never seen that. And you go watch it and you're like, it was a good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the goal of the show. And then after we do that, we watch a bad movie because we like trash cinema. It's so fun. We try to make sure that the, the two movies have something in common, but. I, and I, I feel like the last episode that we did together, we didn't really talk about that. The connection. I don't think there was a connection, though, was there? Yeah, what was the last good movie we did? Uh, So we did Bloody Hell. Bloody Hell. Okay, there's a monster in Bloody Hell. Oh, because we were originally going to do... We were going to watch Monster Monster Man. Man. Couldn't find it. Yeah. So we went with Skeleton Man, who I would argue is still very much a monster. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And this week, we are... uh, So I picked the film this week. Yeah. One of my favorites. Um, We're going a little older. I feel like we don't... Usually, I mean... That's all right. I'm a little older. I mean, if you guys are into that. Yeah. I mean, we're however old that you think we should be. Yeah. However old we you, should ab- be. you imagine us being and be like, oh, man, it'd be cool to kick it with those guys. Then you're right. Yeah. That's exactly how old we are. You're so, so smart. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> uh, so this week we're doing Fargo, or I'm sorry. Fartgo? Fartgo. Yeah, Fartgo. A 1996 crime drama thriller true which, story uh so actually it is not oh that's just a, a fake out but interesting bit about that if you've watched fargo the movie it begins the, the crime was committed after the fact <laughs> right somebody thought this is a great idea to do crime <laughs> crime so the movie uh begins with a what would you call it just a fucking a bit that says this is a true story, which is... A lie. Uh, it's a lie. It starts with a lie, is what but, it did. Because I was like, oh, cool. I've, I didn't know this was a true story. But there is something that happened within the film that actually happened in real life. We'll get into that later. Because it it's real, towards... A real pregnant woman from Minnesota eats a lot? Yes. Knew that's, it. That's what happened. Knew it. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. It's a bit of a surprise... But well, I look forward to just getting real drunk and doing a lot of Minnesota accents. I look forward to it as well, Daniel. Um, so the reason that they did this and they continue this in the show, the TV show, 
television show, Fargo. Um, right, which I've never seen. Cards on the table. I've seen Fargo probably three or four times, uh, but I've never seen the show. So the show is a uh, it's an anthology, if you're not familiar with it. Um, it is not done by the original directors. The Coen jo- Bros? Joe, uh, Joel and Ethan Coen. But it's still really fucking good. I would encourage you to watch Fargo first, the movie, and then move on to the TV series. But yeah, at the top, it tells you that this is a true story. It is not the reason that they did that is because they believed that bit kind of helps the viewer connect with the story, if Mm. that makes sense. Yeah, I could see that. So that's why they do that. And like I said, they continue that. I took it as the gospel, those sons of bitches. (laughs) They lied to you. Yeah, bought a hook, line, and sinker coming for you, Coen bros. Coming. I'm just kidding. I'm just just regular coming, not coming for you. <laughs> just just regular old coming. Just the regular old comings, man. Just a doing a come. <laughs> so, uh, if you've never heard of Fargo, like the man said, it's a 1996 crime thriller, drama, suspense, butt party. Butt party? What? <clears throat> takes place in Fargo, North Dakota. And uh, it also takes place in... Minnesota. Oh yeah, yeah. so they, they kind of oh, go back. Yeah. And, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So they you, go when you go, you take your fucking coat. Yeah. So they go back and forth there yeah. uh, between Fargo and uh, Minneapolis, the Twin Cities. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Got a couple things to do down there in the Twin Cities. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> this is going to be fun, eh? Oh yeah. Is there a place down there that's reasonable? <laughs> Anywho, uh, screenplay and directed by the Cohen Bros, uh, who you remember from No Country for Old Men fame. If hey, you've yo. never seen a movie and just continue to listen to this podcast. Uh, cinematography done by a Roger Deakins. Roger this Deakins. has a 8.1 out of 10 on IMDb, 94% certified fresh on Rotten Tomat. <laughs> Rotten Tomat. 85% on Metacritic. <laughs> Stars, uh, Francis McDormand, uh, William H. Macy, Steve Buscemi, Peter Stomare, Harv Presnell, Harvey Presnell, uh, Kristen Redred. Oh, it's got, uh, John Carroll Lynch. John Carroll Lynch. Uh, I, John Carroll Lynch is a great, somebody really needs to, like, make something sick and twisted and just cast him With as him. the lead. Yeah. And just cast him as the lead. Like they would look at him and go, "Oh no, he needs to be a cop or a detective." No, you're you're fucking up, man. You're he fucking needs- up. He can act his ass off. Yeah, he uh, needs to be a serial killer or something. Something, you know, something. Just a like a, a politician snorting snorting coke off a of, off a of hooker's titties or something, maybe. Yeah, and then kills one of them on accident. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you heard about that little triple triple homicide here. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so t- tell us a little more about Fartgo. At its roots, Fart Fartgo is a kidnapping gone wrong by a man that is really deep in debt at this point in his life. Is that did they ever get into the particulars of what it was he owed owed the money on? Like is it no, is I, it a gambling debt? Is it a I don't think so. But his plan is to have his own wife kidnapped. Right. To basically see if he can get some money out of his father-in-law. His father-in-law is, I would probably say, rich. Uh, he appears he's, to be he's well off. He appears to be quite well off. Uh, and by quite well off, I mean, looks like he's fucking loaded. His name, uh, that uh, the character again is played by Harvey Presnell. 
Yeah, and or his, Presnell. I don't know how you pronounce it. His uh, his name in the movie is Wade. Wade. Oh, hey, Dad. <laughs> so yeah, that I mean that's. Hey, Jared. Dad's gonna come over for supper. Oh, he's staying for supper there. I stand for supper. I don't know. I think so, Dad. <laughs> you staying for supper? You staying for supper? Do you guys, I'm just curious. Do you ever refer to it as supper? It's dinner to me. Yeah, same, same. Do they wait? Do they say supper or dinner in the film? Oh, they say supper. Supper. Yeah, because I was thinking about like uh, slipping into the 18th century when somebody says supper. Supper. Hey, supper's ready. <laughs> but the more I think about it, I'm like, I'm almost positive that's what my parents called it when I grew up. So I'm not sure where I jumped off and called it dinner instead of supper. Well, I'm glad I did though, because it just sounds. Redneck as hell. Do you say supper? Write me and let me know. That's fine. It's just two movies at gmail.com. I feel like it was a little of a uh, little of both in my household. Uh, yeah. My household. Called it was dinner or supper interchangeably. Some, yeah. Interchange. I mean, hmm. it's the same thing, right? I like to say supper when I'm doing an impression of someone. I feel, uh, like, it, I feel like it gives the character a little supper. more depth. Like, oh, they would choose the word supper. Hmm. A guy I used to work with, though, he called like when we were at work. He called lunch dinner, and it was so weird. Hmm. It really threw me off. But he was an older guy, so I don't know if that's... Uh, okay. Maybe that's when he grew up eating dinner. <laughs> Maybe they didn't have supper at his house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, let's get into this. Ah, let's poverty. get into this film. Yeah, you, you told us who's in the film. Mm-hmm. The budget for this film was $7 million. Yes. Which is, I mean, for 1996... Chunk of change. That's a good chunk of change. A chunk of change. Right? Do you know what this film made? $60.6 million in the box office. Woo! That is a chunk of change for I what I would consider to be not that big of an investment. I mean, if you look at like the big films of 1996, surely $7 million is on the cheap end of that. I would say so. Right. But you, you see this film and you, you get it, right? All, all you didn't do was you didn't get Tom Cruise. This is before William H. Macy was super fucking huge. Which, by the um, way, he begged them for this role. I, 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 I'm glad that they did. I read this and he... Is he from, like, Minnesota or mm, up north in that I'm, area? I'm not sure. But he tried out for the movie and I think he was under the impression that they were going to go with someone else. And he called them and told them, you are making the wrong decision if you if you pick another actor for this. And I think he flew out. To wherever they were, and essentially kind of strong armed his way into uh, the role of Jerry. What was it? Jerry Lundegaard? Jerry Lundegaard. Mr. Lundegaard. Mr. Lundegaard. Mr. Lundegaard, do you mind if I have a seat carrying quite a load? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, man, William H. Macy, he's got that fucking long hair and that beard going on. He looks great. Get out of here. Get out of here. Uh, no, he was born in uh, Miami. I thought maybe. Ah. He, he just does the. The Minnesota, uh, you know, North Midwestern accent so well. Yeah, and I think they, I, I'm pretty sure I read that in this uh, film. While doing this film, they kind of coined the phrase "Minnesota nice," what they would call the oh, okay the accent or the um just the yeah I don't know the overall yeah well because like here we have uh, Southern hospitality. Yeah. And uh, although I don't particularly think a lot of people around here are very pleasant. No, they're some, not. Some of them are, really. They at least kind of try to be. Uh, but for there the most s- part, I would say no. But we have a mutual friend who moved here from Boston in high school, and he's like, it's totally different. Yeah. And, and I, then, and I, then I, I work I, with a guy that's 
originally from Boston area. Yeah. But he's super fucking nice. Yeah. Like, yeah, he sure is. Uh, well, so is our mutual friend. He's a nice guy. Yeah. And then uh, me and another friend of mine went to Boston to pick him up one time and got to say, I never almost got in a fight with a like a just a gas station clerk before. <laughs> like they walked in like I was really inconveniencing them by coming into their store you to get the, a pack of cigarettes. The convenience store? Yeah. You were inconvenient. <laughs> yeah. I was the inconvenience, the inconvenience store. Uh so yeah, uh, old Jerry Jerry Lundegaard, he's got some some debt. Yep. He knows a guy that works in the automotive bay who's been to prison, Shep Proudfoot. Old Shep Proudfoot. Old Shep Proudfoot. He's a big motherfucker. Fuck yeah, he is. He's a big boy. So yeah, Jerry goes to Shep. Shep hooks him up with some other guys, some some criminally types that will help him take care of what he wants done. Yeah, and Jerry essentially, the, the, the cars that he gets from this dealership that he works at, mm-hmm. he kind of obtains obtains them like illegally, right? At least one of them. Yeah. yeah. I think that's why he was scribbling the numbers so hard as he wanted them all to be not legible, not just one. Right. Either, I don't think that came to 100% clarity. Not not for me, anyway, while I was watching it. But there's a there's a side storyline where there's somebody that keeps calling his office and they're asking, I need those serial numbers on those cars or whatever, da-da-da-da-da. And he keeps, like, faxing it over and, like, blunting. Yeah. Like, blunting the pencil to write them down with or whatever. So, I think that what that was is he took two cars and one to haul the other car to these criminals that he's setting himself up with. These guys are going to kidnap his wife. Right. And he meets them at a bar, I believe. I think that was in Fargo. Yeah. uh, Jerry, he walks into a bar. He's going to meet these guys. And this is something I saw for the first time. I've seen this movie probably five times. Uh, but I paused it right at the right moment. And when he walks into the bar, above the door, there's a sign that says, Drunk of the Week. Nice. And it, it just lists, you know. Whoever got whoever, tossed out. Whoever got fucking tossed out. Yeah. But I love that. I don't know. It's just, That's pretty good. This is a bar that you would meet, you know, some roughnecks. It looks, some, it looks like a rough spot. It looks like a rough spot. Uh, You're good old boys. Steve Buscemi looking extra weaselly. (laughs) And uh, Peter Stormer? Stormer? Storm. Oh, I got it pulled up. Stormare. Old Pete Skeet and Boogie. Old Pete. Yeah, I'm going to call him Skeet Pete. Uh, I call uh, So. Oh, really? His name is Rolf Peter Ingvar Storm, which I would argue is way better. That is pretty badass. Known professionally as Peter Stormare. You're fucking up. You're fucking you, up. You Swedish actor, musician, playwright, and theater director. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, throughout this film, I refer to him as G. G? That works Because his his character's name is, they only said it once, his first name, but it, I think it's pronounced Gier or... Gier... Grisma... Or... Uh, Grimsrud? Grimsrud. Yeah, we'll call him G. So I refer to him throughout this as G. That's going to make it easy because we're getting drunk. I will make it easy, and I am. For sure. It's a really long week. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really fucking long week. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? Uh, It's my job that I like in my podcast, which is a labor of love. We're here, baby. We're doing it. We're doing it? Later. All right, so yeah, Jerry, uh, he's he's going to this bar. He's meeting Steve Buscemi, whose character is Carl. 
uh, Carl Showalter. Mm-hmm. And he's meeting G, Carl's associate. Uh, associate, yeah, right. He it, doesn't say shit. He's got like five lines in the entire movie. Very quiet guy. Very yeah. intimidating. The plan is to have Jerry's wife kidnapped, and Jerry got these guys a car. Right. Not sure why. Why? You know what I mean? Like, I don't why know. could why couldn't they just use their car? Use whatever. I don't know. I don't know. A- extra wrinkle. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they said it's the only way I'm doing it. Right. Maybe they think it's a little bit safer. Mm-hmm. To, yeah. So, uh, yeah, they, they decide they're going to do that. They're going to put her up for ransom and have Jerry, played by William H. Macy, yep. uh, Jerry's stepdad, uh, played by uh, Harvey fa- Presnell. Father-in-law. Yeah, father-in-law. Excuse me. What yeah. did I say? Stepdad? Yeah. What are you doing, stepdad? Hey, his steps, son. <laughs> son. <laughs> probably a thing i know it is. i know i know the incestuous porn is real hot right now which is fucking crazy to me get the fuck out but of here anyway uh yeah so that, that's that's the game plan mm-hmm. and it just doesn't go as according to plan it doesn't go well you know after this meeting uh william h macy jerry oh hey jerry jerry jerry's going he's back in minneapolis um i assume yeah this is so this is where jerry lives He's going to a, uh, he's not going to, he lives in this house, but his family is having a dinner and Jerry is trying to work a deal with his Mm father-in-law, another deal, right? Cause he's, he's trying to get him to really like give him money for an investment that will kind of set him up. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you know, me and me and Janice and and Timmy or whatever, whatever the wife and kids names are. They're minor characters. Gene. His wife's name is Gene. Gene and uh, Scotty. Yep. Gene and Scotty. Uh, you know, me and Gene and Scotty will be, we'll be set up, set up nice for the rest of our lives. And he's like, Gene and Scotty don't have anything to worry about. Cause yep. he's just a, he's just a fucking prick. And yeah, that essentially it's, tells us that. It's not what you say. It's how you say it. Kind yeah. of thing. You know what but I mean? It, it, tell, just, it tells us that Wade doesn't really care for Jerry. Nah, and he's kind of and a cocksucker. He's not, he's not going to help him. For any for reason. For really any reason. He's, no. he's looking to take care of his daughter and his, his, uh. Nephew? Grandson. Grandson. Sorry. I don't know why I said nephew. Oh, too much Pornhub. Oh, hey (laughs) oh, Mixing genres. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so after, you know, we we get a good dinner scene. Mm -hmm. Um, We get lots of, you know, you know, uh, northern accents there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dad's staying for dinner. Dad, are you staying for supper? Supper, sorry. Oh, that's okay. I just, (laughs) I wrote it down verbatim. (laughs) And then uh, after this, we get Bushimi and his partner, Carl and G, and uh, they're looking for pussy and they're looking for pancakes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and what a better combo. Dude, they, let me tell you, which which of those two uh, consumable items do you think is at the top of the list? <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's, it's, it's pancakes. It's pancakes. Yeah. Uh, G is really obsessed with pancakes for some reason. Uh, and, and Carl, he just wants pussy. Yeah. Yeah, Carl does. Carl, you know. As as Carl should, I get yeah yeah. It help kind of helps with this characterization. I mean, he's a little Weasley, little <laughs> Weasley, you know, poonhound criminal kidnapper guy. <laughs> Fuck yeah, he is. It it's Steve Buscemi though. You say Buscemi or Buscemi? I say Buscemi. Oh, I say I, Buscemi. So we got it covered either way, right? It's we, perfect. We're, we're fucking 
Yeah. We're golden, baby. You think we give a shit which one of us is right? <laughs> no. Nah. Nah, I don't give a fuck. Uh, <laughs> listen, Steve, if you're out there listening, which I know you're not, <laughs> I don't take it personally. You're one of my favorite actors. Uh, you are a national treasure, sir. What's funny about that, though, I just read this recently, but I still can't tell you the correct uh, pronunciation. He said He said his name wrong for like the first like 30 years of his life. And then he went to where his family is from and they were like, oh, no, you, this is how you pronounce it. And he's like, huh. I'll be damn. I'll be damn. Boosh. 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 Kimmy. Boosh. Kimmy. Boosh. Kim. Yeah. No. Steve Boosh. Boosh. Emmy. Boosh. Emmy. Boosh. Boost Flemmy. Stevie B. Stevie, Stevie B. Stevie Baby. Stevie Baby. <laughs> Stevie Baby. He's a national treasure. Yeah, he is. So, you know, we get, we get a, there's a lot of back and forth in this film. Mm -hmm. So if it seems like we're kind of disoriented here, it's just, you get a scene that's 30 seconds long. We move along. Yep. Right. But after this, it turns out that Jerry's father-in-law might actually lend him the money for his proposal because it's a pretty sweet deal. Yeah, pretty seems like a pretty sweet deal, Wade. <laughs> you know, and, and me and, and me and um, your daughter and your grandson, we'd be set up, don't you know? Don't That's, you know? Oh, uh, geez, Wade. So Jerry, he realizes this. His, his father-in-law might help him. He goes to Shep and he's like, hey, we might need to, we might need to call this deal yeah. off, right? I, I can't get a hold of those guys. How can, can you can you can you help me? Do you have an alternative number or something? Shep's like, no. no, dude. Shep is such a hard ass. He is a hard. He's fucking huge too, yeah. and he proves his hard assness later. Oh my god, fuck yeah, he does. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'd, essentially, you know, we we find out we get to put a dollar amount on it. Uh, Jerry is trying to squeeze his father-in-law for $750,000, three quarters of a cool mill. Yeah. Which is a lot of fucking money. It is a lot of money. It's a kind of a random number. Like, I feel like it's, it's for Jerry, it's an exact number though. You know what I mean? Like, this is exactly what I need. Mm -hmm. He's got it worked out in his head. Yeah. But yeah, we never learn what he's in debt to. He just never... No, he just he needs it. He, oh, yeah. You can tell that he needs it. It's yeah. not it's not a matter of boy, it would be nice to have three quarter of a million dollars. No, he needs it for something. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming somebody's gonna break his legs or something. <laughs> right. The real quickly I'm gonna interject. The cinematography in this movie from start to finish is just um wah. Chef's kiss oh chef's kiss? Chef's kiss. Uh yeah. Yeah. It's so, really it's really good. It's shot really well. So I actually have the uh, steelbook edition of this film. Nice. Uh, yep. Yeah, I so the the oh, yeah, so you could just like Google stills from this movie, and they they all look fucking phenomenal. They're yeah. just good vantages. There's a lot of top down, like almost mm -hmm. like a topography style shot that look great uh, against the solid white backdrop. You know what I mean? It just but it yeah it looks so good though yeah, with that back that. Backdrop. It really um, does. Just a desolate white wasteland. Yeah. And I read that most of the snow that is in the film is, it's it's real, right? Like they shot it's on- It's not okay. prop snow? It's not not a lot of prop snow in this movie. Ooh. Right? Coen Brothers ain't got time for prop snow. They want that real, real. Hell yeah. They Hell. want that cold, cold. <laughs> 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 that real, real, that cold, cold. Um, 
Carl and G, his associate, mm-hmm. they arrive to uh, the household of Jerry. And <laughs> Carl, Steve Buscemi, he just walks up. And just starts fucking peeking in the windows. Yeah, he's got it's, his, the, it's the middle of the day. It's broad daylight. And the, the uh, what's her name? Jean? Jean. Jean is just sitting on the couch knitting, She's watching knitting. like fucking Good Morning America. Some some bullshit. Some bullshit. Uh, it's not Bird and D in the morning. I know that. But, it uh, should have been. I'm telling you, man. Taking it back to 96. Bird and D in the morning. (laughs) 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 Well, that's crazy. Uh, So, yeah, they they break in and she – I wouldn't say she fights back. She just runs. She tries to put up a little bit of a fight, right? Yeah. Yeah, She runs upstairs. She realizes what's happening. Runs upstairs. Goes to the bedroom, the master bed, which also has the bath. Mm -hmm. Takes the phone from the master bed. Goes into the bathroom, tries to make a phone call. They rip the fucking mm-hmm. phone right out of her hands. Oh, yeah. Uh, they break the door down. She's trying to escape. You know, they eventually grab she her. She opens the she, window, so it looks like she got out the window. Yeah. But she didn't. She just is hiding in the bathtub. Right. And she before this, she bit uh, G. Yeah. And he's looking for some shit in the bathroom. A little ointment. Little oint, l- ointment. You need some ointment. Put a little ointment on that. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. Put a cream on there. Yeah. You'll want to salve. Yeah. You'll want to salve a little bit of cream <laughs> on there. Do you? Just a dab. Just a dab will do you now. Just a, <laughs> Just a dab. It's oil-based. Just a dab. Be careful with that now. Yeah. Now, if it's water-based, you can apply liberally. But if it's oil-based, you just a dab will do you. Oh, yeah. 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 So, <laughs> she's, uh, so it turns out Gene is hiding in the shower. And uh, she she fucking kind of loses her shit. She gets wrapped up in the shower curtain. Yeah. And falls down her stairs. And I don't know if she... It's been a while since my last watch of this. I was like, oh, fuck, does she die here? No, she, she didn't die there. She doesn't die there. She just... Like, I just, like, what happened? You know what I mean? Did she knock herself out, I guess? I, I would assume she, that's what she happened. She freeze to death or something? She'd die of dehydration? I No, she's still. they're still inside because yeah, she no, fell I, down the steps. Yeah, but. yeah. No, I mean, like, through throughout the movie. Oh, that. Yeah, because you just... We will get into that. You kind of don't know. We will get into that, and okay. I will let you know. But here, yeah, no, she... Uh, I, th- I I guess she just kind of knocks herself out from falling down the steps, which is kind of hilarious. You mm-hmm. know, she's caught in this shower curtain, and you kind of think, what the fuck is she doing? But at the same time, she's <laughs> being kidnapped, so it's like, what's going through your brain right there, right? You're just trying to get away. Yeah, just fucking go. Go, go, go. Go, go get away. <laughs> go, go, get away. She doesn't get away. Because no. she couldn't get out of the shower curtain. <laughs> she could have got out of the shower curtain. Man, she might have been all right. Right? Like, I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, what if she would have paused for a second? What about that when you hit when you hit that first step that isn't there and you're like, oh, shit. Like, you probably eyes get real big and your heart drops down into your stomach and you think, oh. Fucked up. Fucked up big time. Uh, you so can't you, see anything. Yeah, she uh, she does not get away. Uh, so they they get her. They're going to get you. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I really like the part where Jerry gets home 
with the groceries and he's like, Jane, Jane, hon. And then he's rehearsing his phone call to Wade. To his father-in-law. Jeez, Wade. But it shows it off camera, right? Yeah. Sorry, it doesn't doesn't show it. Right. You hear it off camera. Uh, His... He's practicing to yeah. call his father-in-law. Yeah. So you don't really understand that at first. To make That's it a... sound convincing. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he finds the aftermath of the kidnapping. He calls his father-in-law. Throughout this, Carl and G, you know, they've got Jean in the back seat. They've kidnapped her. Mm-hmm. They're on their way to a safe house, but they get pulled over. Right. Oh, shit. Right. This is a this is a oh, shit moment. Carl's like, I'm going to take care of this. Mm-hmm. You know, let me do the talking. He just tries to bribe the cop. He tries to bribe the cop. Yeah, just tries to give him 50 Which, bucks. Why? Like, just be like, oh, man. What's the name of that town? Is it Belmont? Brainerd. Brainerd. That's And that's a real, t- that's another real town. Yeah, home uh, of, home of, uh, oh, home of, uh, yeah, Paul Bunyan home there. Of Paul Bunyan and yeah. Babe. Oh, Babe. Yeah, the big blue ox. The big blue ox, Babe. <laughs> the big blue ox, Babe. <laughs> the big. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> it's a bit of a big blue ox. Uh, yeah, Carl, he, he fails at uh, bribing the officer. The officer tells him to step out of the car. G, his associate, realizes he's like, fuck, he's he's not taking care of this. This is not no, going well. No, not at all. So as the officer peeks in the car, G grabs his head, busts it against the steering wheel, mm-hmm. and then grabs the gun. It's very smooth. It is. I like. I feel like it's like he's done it a thousand times. Right. Reach across he's the practic- car and then shoot a man in the head. Yeah. He he pulls him in, busts his head against the steering wheel, all the while grabbing a gun from the glove box mm-hmm. and fucking shoots this state police officer in the head. Yeah. And <laughs> fucking uh, Steve's, Steve Buscemi's, his reaction there, he's just like, oh, daddy. He just keeps saying, oh, oh daddy. daddy. Oh, daddy. Oh, boy. So they decide, you know, he's like, hey, you get out, get the cop, just drag him off in the ditch, and we'll get the fuck out of here. Right. While Steve Buscemi is kind of like trying to carry the cop. Steve Buscemi's a little guy. If you don't know who he is, yeah, he- if you're not familiar with who he is, look him up and go, oh, yeah, that. Oh yeah, I know, I know that fucking dude. It would be hard for him to carry a 200-pound man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He, he's not a huge guy. Uh, damn it, Donnie. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> Throwback. So he's having he's having a hard time. He's struggling to hold up his end of the casket. <laughs> and uh, he, there's just another car goes by, like yeah. slow rolls on him. Yeah, because they're like, what the fuck's going on here, right? Yeah, they see the dead cop. They see Steve Buscemi with the, holding the dead cop, dragging his <laughs> lifeless corpse. And uh, old G just slides over into the driver's seat. He's like, fuck this. Romps it down. He's like, time to go get some, son. Yep. He, you know, you see the car. He's like, sees the taillights or whatever. And all of a sudden, the taillights just kind of. gone. They just kind of disappear. He's like, what the fuck? Where like, the fuck these guys go? They just ran off the road and hit a snowbank or something. I mean, yeah. like, they flipped the car or whatever. At first, upon rewatching this, I've seen the film four times before this, at least. I, and I guess, I don't know, just instinct. I was like, oh, did they hit a deer? Like, I was trying to remember. You know yeah, I mean? trying like, to remember exactly what happened. Uh, it's but just, they did it's, not. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Yeah. So, G rolls up on him. The car's flipped over. G rolls up on him. One guy, like, gets out of the car and starts running. Yeah. G shoots That's, him, kills him. There's another person trapped in the car. I think it's a girl. I think I thought it was a younger boy, but, yeah, it's a younger kid. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, and G shoots them, too. Yeah. He gets back in the car, drives back, picks up Steve Buscemi. Uh, allegedly. You don't see any. Yeah, of you don't really him. see that. Yeah. 
Yeah, so after this, we get our first scene with Marge. Marge and hey, Norm. Hey, Marge. Hey, Marge. How you doing? <laughs> and they just eat the whole fucking movie. Marge and Norm. <laughs> yeah, They're they just do. eating the entire really time. Yeah. He's got that, uh, what do they call it? When when the woman's pregnant and the man is eating just as much. Oh, uh, that's what I did. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> that, uh, that pregnant appetite? I don't yeah. know. I don't know, man. So, yeah, we meet, we meet them. And Marge is a police chief mm-hmm. in Brainerd? Brainerd. Yeah. Hell yeah. Which, what a name for a town. Brain- Brainerd. Brainerd. It's the home of Paul Bunyan. Yeah. And Big the Big Blue Ox. Yeah. <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> Take it easy, big so, guy. So, yeah, we get her, and, and she's pregnant. She gets a phone call in the middle of the night, like, hey, boy, hey, Marge, got a, we're going to need you down here. Got a triple homicide. Yep. So she gets up, and, and Norm's like, oh, no, man, make you some eggs. I'll make you some eggs. Make you some eggs. She's like, no, I'm fine. It's okay. You go back to sleep. She's like, no, if I, I'll make you some eggs. Just keeps insisting on it, you know, so they can eat on camera <laughs> all the time. Norm, you give Norm two options. Would you rather eat or sleep? He don't need sleep. He here's what, what he Norm does throughout the film. Some eggs and some sandwiches. <laughs> here's what Norm does throughout the film. He eats, mm-hmm. he sleeps, mm-hmm. and he paints. Yes, and he cooks eggs once. Yeah. Well, through eating, right. I would include that, I guess. Yeah, for eggs, normally you cook yeah. them before you eat them. <laughs> most people, I most, guess. Most people. Marge goes off. She meets with one of her coworkers, another police officer, mm-hmm. and they have a little bit of a conversation about oh hey marge brought you coffee <laughs> so he's just oh, that guy's silly as shit yeah he is he's just he's just a little goofy uh-huh. right yeah but they're having a conversation about some of the evidence that they picked up at the scene mm-hmm. and <laughs> he puts out a hit on this this license plate on this car uh, yeah a partial plate and she's like starts with dlr starts with dlr and, and she's like uh well uh lou I'm not sure about your police work there. Oh, yeah, Marge? <laughs> I think maybe that plate stands for dealer. dealer. Yeah. You know. D-L-R. Dealer plates. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> or whatever he says. He's such a, such a, such a hapless uh, a goofy, chap. Yeah, exactly. It, uh, so, like, first thing, just so you get kind of the grasp of where they're at, Marge gets stressed, her and Norma are eating eggs or whatever. She's like, okay, love you, hon, bye. Mm-hmm. And she walks out the door, gets in the car. She gets out of the car. You mean the car? She The car. And she comes back in the house. And he's like, yeah, hun." She's like, Prowler needs a jump. <laughs> like, what a fucking pain in the ass to live in a place like that where you, like, have to jumpstart your car. Every. All, like, all the fucking Fucking time. morning in the winter. Yeah. If you listen to this and you live in, like, northern Minnesota, I would like to know how frequently you have to purchase a new car battery. Like, because, I mean, you know. Yeah. Because when it gets cold here in Missouri, yeah, like even though I own a newer car, mm-hmm. recently when we had all this this weather, my car had trouble starting. Yeah, because <laughs> it was so fucking cold. Yeah, but it's like that, like, and it's way like, longer yeah. up there, like all the time. Yeah, and all the way time, fucking colder all winter, I imagine. Right. So, uh, yeah, we see the uh, the Prowler is what they refer to as police cars. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! That is police terminology right there, brother. Is it? I thought they called them cruisers down here. Oh, yeah, they do, I guess. Hmm. Prowler, cruiser. 
I mean, Prowler's cooler. It is cooler. Almost makes it sound like you're you're out to get somebody. Which you are. Which you are. Because you're a cop. Because you're a cop, yeah. I guess. Fucking Prowler. Fucking Prowler. Fucking cruiser. Cruisers are bitches, is what they is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so All right, yeah. so at a, uh, we get a diner scene with William H. Macy, Jerry, mm-hmm. uh, his father-in-law, and his father-in-law's partner, Stan. Yeah. And they're talking over the kidnapping situation. And we get a lot of silly general phrases like, you know, the they're the ones holding the cards here. They got all the cards, Wade. This is not like betting on a pony or something like that. Yeah, like, I don't know. All he, those like silly. He says some sweet shit. Right. He's uh, when uh, his his stepdad's or stepdad, his uh, father-in-law's assistant keeps chiming in. <laughs> he's got some good stuff to say. Yeah, Every does. time he's in the scene, he'll, he's like. When he's talking to him about the money, he's like, uh, Jerry, we're not a bank. We're not <laughs> we're not a bank, Jerry. But he says it like eight times. Jerry, we're not. Yeah, you know, bank. wait, I'm gonna have to side with Jerry on this one. Yeah, so we that's the long and short of it. Eventually he finds out that Dad old dear old dad's gonna pay up. Yeah. He's not happy about it though. No. Because he's a pretty stern fella. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He seems to me like he might have gone the other way and just been like, I'm not paying them. They can kill her. I don't give a shit. Right. <laughs> like he seems he seems that cold. Yeah. Yeah. That's the that's the idea we get there. So, you know, after all the murdering that uh <laughs> right. Carl and G do, they call up Jerry. Carl calls up Jerry and he demands the full eighty thousand. They right. they initially they were gonna split, you know, the eighty. Mm-hmm. And Carl demands this after he tells Jerry that things are getting pretty hairy. Jerry is getting hairy. Right. Unforeseen uh, circumstances yeah. have escalated the issue. It yep. is now a more high-profile task. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, uh, where are we here? Next thing I have is that Marge is so goddamn adorable. Marge is really adorable. Yeah. Yeah. She's just a sweet... Mm-hmm. Sweet, super nice lady. Like, don't mistake what I'm saying. I'm not saying she's cute or that she is hot or that she is sexy, because she's just a very plain looking lady. But she's just adorable. Yeah, she she's really like is. she's pregnant. She's got her hair all done up, and she's got her her Minnesota. Yeah, oh, make sure you take her, your coat. Yeah, her Minnesota nice. Yeah, eh? Minnesota nice. Well, thanks for the coffee. <laughs> she's like <laughs> seeing all these dead bodies, and she's like. He's like, oh, Margie, okay? She's like, no, I'm thinking about throwing up. He's like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, oh, from the the scene? She's like, nope, just morning sickness. Just okay, morning. it passed. We're good. <laughs> just the morning sickness. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's fucking, yeah. It's fucking, yeah, it is. It's 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 adorable thing. But the next thing I've got is they're at the, like, 1980s-style buffet. Oh, shit. What, uh, what, what, what do you, so the G... G and Carl. And Carl, thank you. I was going to say Steve Buscemi. G, G and Carl, uh, they've got Mrs. Lundegaard. Yep. At I would just say a safe house because initially yeah. I was like, is this one of their houses? It appears is... to be out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, I think they say something about a lake. Is it near in, a lake. Is it in Brainerd? Uh, I believe it's outside of Brainerd. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's just outside of Brainerd at a lake. We don't gotcha. really get to. But yeah. it's, not, it's not in Twin Cities. No. Okay. Because they kidnapped her from Twin Cities and took her back to this uh, this lake near Brainerd. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yep. So eventually, 
Wade kind of gets fed up with Jerry because Jerry's just kind of jerking him around saying, you know, these are the guys they they are don't they're only dealing with me now. OK, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, Wade takes charge. He's like, no, fuck this. Mm-hmm. I'm dealing with these guys. Right. I'm giving them a million dollars. I'm uh, doing it. I'm doing it. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty persistent about that. So while this is going on, we get the scene that we talked about earlier because um, so between Carl and Shep. Because Shep has been connected oh, with all this yes. through some pretty good police work. Mm-hmm. And he he finds Carl and beats the fuck, fuck out of him. Yeah. He, like, I thought he was going to kill him. Yeah. I mean, I've seen the movie, so I know he didn't. But, boy, it sure <laughs> seemed like he was going to fucking kill him. Yeah. So and Carl. He, just, he doesn't give a fuck. Cause no. they're, and it's crazy because they're in like this apartment complex or hotel or whatever. Yeah. Like they're Carl's banging a hooker. Yeah. <laughs> He's banging a hooker. And dude, Shep comes in. He just rips that girl right off of him. Fucking hucks her across he to- the room. <laughs> and he tosses uh, Carl. Like, yeah. <laughs> like he's fucking nothing, which I mean, I guess he's really not. <laughs> right. He's probably uh, what? 150 pounds, maybe. Uh, I don't know. It, fucking Shep is huge, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, boy, is swole. He. <laughs> Uh, is that stand for swollen? Uh, s- sweaty Sw- with other other. Sw- <laughs> <laughs> uh, lettuce. Yeah, yeah. Sweaty with other lettuce. <laughs> Swole. Boy, swole. He's swole as fuck. <laughs> If you can as fuck with uh, sweaty while you're sweating with other lettuce. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah. Carl- oh, uh, there's a there's a one thing I did want to mention. Yep. I like when Marge is in the Twin Cities and she meets up with like an old friend from high school. Yeah, so I was gonna skip past that, but what did you think? Of, I mean, I what was your overall reaction to this? Because. I'm not sure why it's in the movie. Exactly. That's that was. I'm not sure why it's in the movie. I think it's just a little like filler, maybe two or, minute, three minute scene. That's just a little slice of life. Yeah, and I guess that makes sense. It yeah, gives you just, like it gives you a little more dialogue down the road for character building. I think it's supposed to show you that Marge is empathetic yet firm on like boundaries. Like that's the type of person that she is. Yeah. Now that you say that, that makes. Complete sense. Uh, so yeah. it, it might just be used as a tool to to build her character, but I really did like the scene. I liked I liked the guy that they had in it. Uh, it was like a, a Asian looking dude, but he still had real thick Minnesota accent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he was fucking nailing it, dude. Nailing that. He shit was he was great. And he did look vaguely familiar. So I'm hoping he his did. career took off a little bit. Like I'm surely I've seen him in other things. I did kind of vaguely recognize him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was a really good scene. He just is kind of like trying to. Uh, he's trying to tell her that he's, you know, been doing well and he was married and then he, he, his wife died and all this other shit. Uh, yeah, it's uh, the rest of it. We really don't need to talk about, but I just wanted to point out the scene because I, I did like it and I thought it was funny. Yeah. And at this point, um, while Marge is in the twin cities, she's going to, she's basically, she's meeting Shep and she's meeting Jerry. They work at the same place, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Jerry's the executive sales manager. Shep is a maintenance man. Yeah, mechanic. Mechanic, sorry. She's essentially going to grill these guys, get a little bit more information. Oh, hell right? yeah. Now, I like the way she kind of, she almost gets onto to, uh, Steve Buscemi's trail a couple of times, 
but everybody just describes him so vaguely. <laughs> oh my god! Because <laughs> they're all Minnesota nice. They're like, oh yeah, what would that? Well, he was a little fella. Oh, what do you yeah. look like? And they're like, oh, just you know, odd, a little odd, <laughs> like odd. Like how? how? Like like just generally. <laughs> like everything about it was, he was a little odd. Just odd. Yeah, like, that's it. They, it's like four different people describe him like that. They just, oh, he was just an odd-looking little fella. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh like, yeah. Like no help to the cops at all. Nope. That one guy that takes the lead shows up at that dude's house. Just a random guy telling about. Oh the, shit! Yeah. Yeah. The the there's some really funny scenes in this. Uh, if you feel like we've described the whole movie, there's still plenty of rewatch value oh. here. Go watch this. Fucking great. Yeah. You really? I I don't think I've ever seen a Coen Brothers film that was like meh. Right. I, they're they're all upper echelon. Yeah. I did watch when I was younger. Burn without reading, or was it burn? Burn after reading. Burn after reading. Um, and I think I was a little too young to really grasp what was going on there's a so, lot there's a lot it's got a lot going on yeah uh, that's I, something i need to revisit i think i wouldn't say it's their finest work i remember watching it at the time and thinking this is it's okay this is fine yeah I, like it wasn't bad i think i just had it built up a little too much in my head like i had bigger yeah. expectations for it maybe that's what it was yeah, yeah. so that's why I, I greatly try to avoid a lot of trailers and shit right um, Anyway, uh yeah that the the, the the thing about everybody describing uh steve buscemi Really vaguely, so funny. I thought it was hysterical. Yeah. As we mentioned earlier, Carl gets beat the fuck up by Shep and he calls up Jerry to make the drop. At this point, he's fucking livid. Mm-hmm. Like he's going through so much shit. Oh yeah. And his partner his partner just somehow isn't. No, he just like goes home. He's just chilling. Oh yeah. Throughout most of the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> but but uh Carl, yeah, he's the one taking all the shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he's fucking chilling out. He's like watching soap operas on TV and eating eating TV dinners or beans or I don't know what it was. Fucking something, something, something that looked, you know, gross. Not great. So at the drop, uh, Carl is surprised to see Wade, Jerry's father-in-law, mm-hmm. and they have a little bit of a skirmish. Bang, 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 bang. Uh, yeah, long story short, uh, Wade gets killed. Yep. And Carl, Carl, kills Will. Carl, Carl gets kills shot. Wade. Carl gets shot in the face. By Wade. Yeah. Yeah. Like a not nasty. Like, not like. No. Right in the face. No, like your jawline. Like yep. just like if you got shot and it went in just to the side of your chin and went all the way up your jaw mm-hmm. and out and just totally missed your ear. Like, just rip that whole chunk of his face off. God, that looks nasty as shit. It looked like it fucking hurt. Yeah, yeah. He, the way he tried to fix it, though, fucking cracked me up. He's just, like, covering it in... It's not even bandage. It's like... No, it's like like fucking cardboard trash. Or <laughs> right? It's just like, like, what the fuck are you like doing, garbage man? garbage out of the passenger seat of the car. <laughs> oh, shit. And... But he's through, got he's through, got the money now. Yeah, but through through this uh, or while this is happening, Jerry he's like fuck. I, I got to go to the scene. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to go to the drop. And he sees that Wade. He he arrives. He sees that Wade's been shot and killed. And I pres- I I assume that he puts he Wade takes in the him, trunk, right? Because yeah. he he pops the trunk, but you don't see anything else. Mm-hmm. 
So you're like, oh, okay. I guess he's taking him. He put him in the trunk, I guess. So he's just got his dead father-in-law in in the trunk of the car. Presumably he buries him somewhere. That's the thing is like. Because it's like he, like in the, the following day, the fucking, the cop comes to his work again. And is asking more. Marge comes to his office yep. again and is asking more questions. So he flees the scene. Yeah, he does. Right. Which I'm getting a little ahead of myself. If no, you, no. You're if f- you back up a step, Steve Buscemi's got the money. Yep, that's what I was getting ready. He's to say. got. He got the cool mill. Yep. He goes to stash most of it. Yeah, I th- he said an amount to his partner. Eighty grand. Is it, yeah, that's what it was. Eighty grand. 80 grand. Forty for you. Forty for me. Yep. And yeah, he. He hides this money in the middle of fucking nowhere. Just in some snow off the side of a road next to a fence. Which, if you continue to watch the, sh- the series, that comes up. And That's- it's so fucking cool. That's why I love the series, the television series. It continues on some of that original Fargo legacy. And it's, uh, it's just great. It's really, it's really well done. That sounds cool, actually, that that... that, that- Briefcase full of money comes back into play. Yeah. Might actually get me to watch that whole yeah. series. So good. I didn't know uh, that. If you watch season one alone. Worth it? Worth it. Okay. All right. Good to uh, know. It's Is my it, favorite. It's HBO? Uh, HBO? It was FX. Oh, okay. So it's probably like. Or FXX, whatever. It's probably Netflix or Hulu or something. It's it's out there, I'm sure. Yeah, I think it's on Hulu. Yeah. So sick, anyways, bro. Sick. Sick. That's fucking sick. tight. It's fucking it's fucking monster, monster energy sick, bro. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, yeah, as you were saying, Marge goes to speak with Jerry again. Yes. He flees. He's like, fuck this. He's like, I'll do a lot count. She's like, well, it seems like you might be missing a car. And these fellers, they had a car that it was like a car you might have on your lot here. And he's like, all right, you want a lot count? I'll fucking give you a lot fucking count. Right now. She's like, right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's just aghast. And then she sees him leave. She's like, oh, oh, go oh, he, oh he's fleeing. He's fleeing. He's fleeing. He's, <laughs> he's fleeing, fleeing the interview. Fleeing the interview. Uh, yeah, which is great. So, okay. So you cut back to, you've got Carl and you got G at the yep. safe house. At the safe house, baby. The, 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 whatever her name is, the wife. Uh, Jean. Jean. Yeah, Jean. She's like got a bag on her head and she's tied up to a fucking chair and she's just falling over on the floor. So, yeah, this is what we were talking about earlier. So, Steve Buscemi comes in with the money, and he we'll, we'll come right back to that because I do want to know. Steve Buscemi comes in with 80 grand, even though he's got, you know, way fucking more than that. <laughs> yeah. Still, like, way more in than a, that. In a satchel. In a satchel. Uh, anyway, uh, he gives him his 40 grand. They have a little dispute about the vehicles or whatever, and Steve Buscemi's like, fuck you, I'm leaving. And he walks out the door, he goes to get in the car, and then G's right behind him with a fucking axe. And, and just and just fucking murders him. Yeah. So one of the loose ends of this film, and I'm sure it's not a loose end because it sounds like they tied it up, or maybe they tied up in the series or whatever. Mm-hmm. You never find out what happens with Jerry's wife. She looks like she's just like passed out there on the floor. So she's dead. She's dead. Okay, that's kind of what I assumed, but yeah. it was never. It's never said. But G says at one point she wouldn't shut the fuck up or something. You know, he says something. Mm-hmm. Alluding to, oops, a daisy. He got fed up with her shit. Or... I gotta wonder if that was his plan the whole time was to just kill everybody and take eighty grand and leave. I yeah, I could see that. It seems like that might have been the case. He seems like that that type of guy. Yeah, yeah. It makes me kind of wonder his relationship with Carl. 
uh, played by Steve Buscemi. You know what I mean? I like, don't know. How did they get in touch with each other? There's a bit where there's like, a bit where they're driving in a car and Steve Buscemi's really trying to have a conversation with him. Yeah. And the only thing he says is no because he just <laughs> chain smokes the entire time. Throughout the whole fucking the movie, whole dude, fucking I, I movie, forgot to mention that. He's got he, a lit cigarette constantly. Every scene. Every single scene. Uh, and then he's like, oh, yeah, well, fucking fuck you. I'm not done fucking talking to you. We're on a goddamn cross-country road trip. I'm just trying to have a conversation. Yeah, he said you, one fucking, fucking word. Say goddamn word. Fucking whatever. Da-da-da-da-da. Uh, he's like, show you. Show you how it is. Well, when I stop talking, I'm not going to say a fucking word to you. <laughs> I can't believe you wouldn't say anything back to me, you fucking son of a bitch. So he just, you know, he's just talking to fill the dead space or whatever. He's a talker. Yeah. yeah <laughs> he's yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. of a talker. Sure is. Yeah, so that that's that, and then uh, Marge. So yeah, so Marge happens upon happens upon outside of Brainerd. Marge happens upon the car that she's looking for. Uh huh. Yeah, and it's the dealer fucking, tags. Yeah. Well, it doesn't have dealer tags on it anymore, but she's like, "That's the car." That's, she recognizes it. Yeah, right. And so she's about to check out this safe house, and she walks up on the sh- the scene. She's hearing something. Not quite sure what it is. The motor engine of some, some sort kind, of yeah. motor. She's walking up. She's walking up, and she sees G feeding Carl, his associate, his dead associate now. All right, very dead. He he is feeding him into a wood chipper. Yeah, he's having a hard time too. Yeah, because it's you know a body. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty pretty. I you know I always wonder about this. Um you ever pushed a, like a hefty log into a wood chipper? Yeah. You like it's gone. It's just to nothing. Yeah, With I guess a good, a good healthy thick branch. It seems to me like a wood chipper would just fucking turn a body into mist. You would think, uh, yeah, but maybe not. Maybe I don't not. know. There's mm-hmm. a lot of tropes in movies about like you know bodies having a hard time in a wood chipper. So <laughs> maybe that's the case. So you want to know what was true about this film? Yes, the wood chipper. Yeah, uh, this actually happened in north somewhere in the northeast. Wow, uh, a woman fed her husband through a wood chipper, and obviously oh. she got caught. Postmortem, I assume. Or wait, was it the man? No, I think it was the woman that. Hmm. I wonder what happened there. That's probably an interesting story, right? Like, or maybe it's not. Maybe like he just wouldn't turn football off, and she was fucking sick of it. <laughs> so she fucking stabbed him in the brain, and then put him in a wood chipper. I, you know, I don't fucking know. Fuck this guy. That wouldn't um, make a very interesting film, right? It's just about Carl, a guy who really he's, likes, never misses the game. Now he's he gone. Shut up! The Vikings are on. Yeah, no, that, that tracks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a new movie. It's called Fart Go. Fart Go. Yeah. Uh, so Marge happens upon uh, G feeding Carl into the wood chipper. Uh, and she's trying to, you know, get his attention. Hands up. I'm uh, Police. Police. But he's, there's too much fucking noise. Yeah, he finally hears her and yeah. just. Like stares her down for a second and then just and he, what's he throw at her? The piece of wood. He's got a piece oh, of wood yeah. trying to like jam the the leg. The in leg. There. Yeah. yeah, I guess the kneecap is stuck. Oof. Yeah. Always the kneecap. I guess, man. You gotta, bloody you gotta, hell! You got to sharpen your oh, oh call back to the bloody hell episode. So that's next going to be next week. Fucking love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and as you would assume, Marge. 
Marge. Marge. Apprehends G. She shoots, she shoots him in the leg. Mm-hmm. And that's that. And then she gives him a good motherly talking to him <laughs> yeah, while, she he, does. while he's in the pr- back of the prowler. Yeah. She's the, like, and why would you want to go and hurt people just to get a little bit of money? Just for a little bit of money. Just for a little bit of money. There's good folks out there. It's a beautiful day today. <laughs> why you got to go and do that? Hmm? Huh? I bet your mom would be ashamed. Yeah. Or fucking whatever. She's so nice. And, uh, and what does he say? Nothing, because he doesn't say shit. He doesn't say fucking anything. That's that's his whole character arc, is he's a guy that doesn't talk. Right. And we get one more scene, and it's outside uh, Bismarck, North Dakota. And, oh, sorry, we get a couple more scenes. But this this is outside Bismarck, and Jerry is, this is all I wrote down, Jerry is embarrassingly apprehended (laughs) for his crimes. Yeah, yeah, because he's just a a chicken shit dummy. He's just a hapless idiot. Yep. He sure is. But on the bright side, Norm's Mallard painting gets on the three oh, cent stamp. Oh, Norm got the three cent? So proud of you, Norm. I'm so proud, Norm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a it's a good way to end the film. It's kind of a sweet moment between uh, you know, Marge and uh Norm. Yeah, the, the, this movie is worth the watch for the accents alone. If you've never been up to northern Midwest America, everybody has fantastic accents. Uh, we both have been through there and spent a little time up, up, up way up north. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, we man, have. It's colder than fuck up there, eh? <laughs> but also hot, because when I was in Canada, it was, it was in the summer. Yeah. Fucking dead of summer. And it yeah. was like, yeah, it was like 90s. <sighs> But real windy, eh? Nice day for a nice cold Molson. Oh. Little clam? Yeah. Little Molson and clam? Beer and clam? Yep. Put the game on? Yep. <laughs> a little bit of the old... The, old but the game, by the way, is always hockey. Oh, it's got to be. It's always hockey. There's nothing else on. Which, uh, go Blues. Go Blues. And if you don't like the Blues, you can go fucking... Root for... Root for the team, team you that like. you like. <laughs> <laughs> Got L- like the thing you like. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, I would do trivia, but I don't have any prepared. Hey, we can take a break. We can take a trivia break. <laughs> we can we can take a break from trivia. We should do a different um, a different fun game. If one of us gets drunk enough and thinks of something, when oh, we come back, we'll do it when we come back. Yeah, we're gonna fucking hit that up. So we're about to go watch another bad movie that has you know it's got crime in it. <laughs> so that's that's the. So if you if you're listening and you don't know what we do, we usually try to connect the movies with some sort of even theme. If it's, even if it's vague as hell, even if it's vague, but just to say there's some kind of common thread, right? Sometimes that's sometimes that's hard, and we're looking for a bad film that's not very long, also hard to find. Um, the connection there, it's kind of hard to find. So yeah. I'm not opposed, by the way, to watching a three hour long fucking shit show of a movie. But I'm I, I get to pick and choose the time at which we watch it then, because yeah. we watched Battlefield Earth, and although I had a blast watching it because it was so laughably awful, it was almost fucking three hours. It long. was two hours long, right? Or no, was it? I think it might have been two and a half. It was too long, obviously. Uh, two 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 and a no, half. No, it was just two hours. Was it just two hours? It seemed like it was two and a half hours. Jesus Christ, that's fucking... Yeah, two hours is, is really, really long time for an awful fucking movie. But if you do have a bad movie that you think is like the best fucking trash cinema bad movie you've ever seen, please do write us and let us know. 
at it's just two movies on the gram or the tweets. And it's just two movies at gmail.com. Oh, uh, by the way, and I do want to interject. I forgot to put in the special thanks in an unknown number of episodes that I published recently. So I want to go on record and I will also post it in this episode. Uh, special thanks to Lamplighter Productions for our artwork and special thanks to Brad Sexton for our jams. Sucking dicks, huh? Fucking love his music, man. It's so good. It is good stuff. I plug it later. There's probably a link in the episode description, so please feel free to check that stuff out if you like the medals. Gotta be heavy, baby. Yeah, so we're going to go watch The Asian Connection. <laughs> which sounds super racist and has Steven Seagal in it. So so it's probably pretty fucking uh, awful. You think I could pull off a ponytail? Because I, <laughs> I have male pattern baldness if I just grew like a really long Steven Seagal tile style ponytail. Oh, what if I pulled it all forward and did it in the front? <laughs> like a reverse ponytail, but, but I'm bald though. Please don't. No? No. All Keep right. The current look that you have. Just yeah. keep that. Bold with the beard? Just do that. Think it's working for me? <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, we're going to go watch this movie, and uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have quite a few. Oh. Quite a few. There's going to be... I'm going to have some brews. There's going to be a couple beverages cracked open. Yeah. In the in the in-between. All right, man. Let's... Uh, do you want to... We'll, we'll go do the thing? Yep. Okay. This summer, Skeleton Man 3, Dawn of Dan... <laughs> Skeleton Dan. Skeleton Dan. So, uh, what are you, uh, you've been playing any good, uh, video games lately, or? I beat Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, Ghost of Tsushima? Tsushima. What did you think of it? It's, uh, it's originally based on an anime. Hey, hold on a second, I have to, yeah. I've just got to grab something real quick. Yeah, sure. <laughs> what? The fuck? It, is that a skeleton Dan? I catch you at a bad time. <laughs> you call me skeleton Dan? <laughs> Shoot it. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. Bang, bang, bang. Bang bang, bang. Lights out, boys. Ashes to ashes, motherfucker. <laughs> I uh, catch you fellas at a bad time. Now it's just bones. <laughs> My God, it's a, it's a skeleton dance. <laughs> I catch you at a bad time. Shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> we need more firepower. Hey, Bonehead. I catch you at a bad time. <laughs> bang, bang. Bang, bang. Bang, bang, bang. Bang, bang. Bang. 
So easy. This summer, Skeleton Man 3, Dawn of Damned. <laughs> Skeleton Dan. Skeleton Dan. Skeleton fan. <laughs> it's just like it's made out of bones. <laughs> it's it just blowing do anything. It's just blowing bones yeah. like <laughs> That's pretty good. Special thanks to Brad Sexton for our jams. Please check out his latest project at sons.bandcamp.com. That is S-U-N-D-S dot bandcamp.com. Thanks to Lamplighter Productions for our artwork. Uh, please check out more of their stuff on Instagram at Lamplighter underscore Productions underscore IL. First time listener, we're anywhere podcasts are found. But if you don't subscribe to any of those services, listen to the show for free on our website. It's just the number two, movies.buzzsprout.com. That's it's just two movies.buzzsprout.com. Want to get in touch with the show? Email us at it's just two movies at gmail.com or find us on Twitter or Instagram at it's just two movies. Want to support the show? Great. Leave a like, comment, or subscribe on whatever platform tickles your fancy. Uh, and one last thank you to our editor, head writer, producer, and host. Uh, oh, that uh, th- those are all me. So anyway, back to the show. Welcome back from the commercial break. We just uh, had a couple of drinks and went and watched The Asian Connection. <laughs> I had a good time. I had a good time with this because uh, it's it's awful. It's it's awful in a in a good way. It's um, um, it's a movie that was made. They made it into a movie in 2016. I thought it was going to be so many different movies. Yeah, it could have been too. There's a little bit that uh, you introduced that could maybe work. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I think I know what you're talking about. A uh, little bit about the Asian connection. Uh, it, it's about the 2016 Ford Ranger Wild Track. <laughs> A lot of product placement real firm in this movie. No, the movie we're talking about is the Asian Connection, a 2016 action crime Comedy <laughs> has a 3.2 out of 10 on IMDb, a 20 on Rotten Tomat, and a 2.5 on Movie or two out of five on Movie Insider, which seems very generous. Yeah, uh, that's that's pretty generous. Yeah. Um, do you, do you know what the budget for this was? Oh God, please lay it on me. Uh, so the budget for this was two million dollars. I'd say that's two million dollars, really well used. I mean, as far as what you got out of it. Yeah. There was one awful CGI thing, but I think there was only one CGI thing. Was there? Yeah. The telephone pole. Oh, yeah. Te- the telephone pole bit. Mm, what do you, as far as the guns go, we'll come how back do you to think that. the, how do you think Just blanks? Yeah. Cause it's still a real gun discharging. This is what it is. Yeah. If anything, put a little extra powder in there. It throws Wait. a little throws a little spark out the barrel. Mm. Yeah, because it just kind of it looked a little silly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, so budget of two million dollars. Give me a just give me a wild guess. What do you think this movie made? Two thousand dollars. Two thousand dollars. 
$2,000. Am I high? <laughs> Am I coming in high? <laughs> You're a little low, but... $840. <laughs> I said you were low. Okay. How, how much did it make? Uh, this movie made just under $35,000. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that sounds right. So they lost, they lost a little bit of little bit of cash on this. I feel like maybe they went directly to Steven Seagal, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll give you two million dollars. I'm in it, though, right?" <laughs> oh yeah, that's why you came to me is because you want me in it. I wonder if yeah, I wonder if he's the reason this film got financed. That would make sense. I don't know. Uh, see where this movie stars: Steven Seagal, Pim Bowbear, uh, Michael Jai White. Uh, John Edward Lee, who, uh, John Edward Lee, actually, I, I think he could probably easily say he was the protagonist of the film. Uh, he wasn't terrible, I didn't think. He was going for a very, uh, uh, Timothy Olfant, uh. Oh, yeah. He was going for a Timothy Olfant, what's the other guy's name? Dor- Stephen Dorf? Stephen Dorf. Like a Timothy yeah, Olfant, I- Stephen Dorf, St- not Stephen Dorf, <laughs> Stephen Dorf. <laughs> Uh, kind of crossover thing. Also stars Brian Gibson and Ron. Oh, Ron Hubbard? Ron Smorenberg. And. It doesn't matter. Shahajak Boonthranicket. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awful of me to say that. Uh, probably should have looked up the pronunciation on that. That is a nightmare. Boonthranicket? Uh, that's how you pronounce it, Danny. Come Sahajik on. Sahajik Okay, we'll go with that. But I love the way Steven Seagal is first build, and he's in the movie for eight. 15 minutes. Is it 15, you think? Li- yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Uh, you can't understand hardly anything that he says. Um, Can you give me an elevator pitch? Yeah. Oh, uh, hmm. Can I? Yeah, I think I'd probably pull that off. Just, just a, just a brief, yeah, just a just, real, just a quickie. Yeah, just do a quickie for me. So you get a bank robber, and his girlfriend. He, she, he's in love with, and, yep. she, and she loves him. And they're robbing a bank, and they're going to run away. Another guy finds out about it, extorts him to rob more banks for more money, but that money belongs to Steven mm-hmm. Seagal. Yeah. So. He's pressuring this guy to rob banks that has Steven Seagal's money in it. But Steven Seagal, this guy also works for Steven Seagal. Yes, sir. So he eventually kind of finds out he's got like a rat in his mix that's like stealing from him. But he's stealing from him via third-party bank robber. Mm. Uh, So a lot of bank robberies. I know we love a good bank robbery. We love – apparently we do. Which in the beginning, it's it's every actually, time I go to the bank, I'm like, I wish somebody would rob this motherfucker right now. When's the last? I time, don't. When's the last time you went to the bank? Friday to today. To, I went to the bank. Oh today. yeah, because well, for your work, I guess. It's crazy because I've been doing direct deposit for. If I had direct deposit, I don't think I would ever go to the bank. It's weird because I've had it for like 13 years. I do everything else online. And, like, even if I get a check from mm-hmm. someone, like, yeah. say someone's just like, hey, happy birthday, dude. I'm going to write you a snap up. Just snap, snap a, a picture of it. it. Yeah. And it just fucking, like, I haven't been to a bank in, like, two years, and it's awesome. That does you know why? Awesome. Because I go to a bank, and I'm just weird. You're missing out on being part of a potential bank robbery. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. What are the odds, you think? Which, as long that? as you don't get shot, 
Or you you pull a bloody hell, who knows? Oh, man. Bloody hell, mate. I'm telling you. We could have done this movie in bloody hell. We could have done, done this. We could have done this movie in the Defarted. Oh, we could have done we could do this for anything that has motorcycles in it. And guns. And guns. And money. Or karate. Karate. Kind of. <laughs> we'll get to that. You want to call it that? I'm sure most martial artists would be like, no, this is bullshit. This is fucking stupid. So we're in Cambodia. Cambodia. And we're going to fucking rob some banks. Robin, a, robbing them. With old uh, Stephen, Stephen Dorff, uh, Timothy, uh, so that would be. Elephant. Stephen Elephant. Stephen Elephant. Tim, yeah. And uh, his best friend. I had an angry Scottish guy. Yeah, so he was... Uh, That's what I wrote down. That was Byron Gibson, right. who plays Sam. I've seen him in a few other things. Maybe I haven't. So Sam's a drunk, and then you got other main guy. What was his name? He's a drunk? Oh, yeah, Sam yeah, because he's yeah, always, he's, like, driving, drinking and yeah, driving. And, like, robbing the bank at, like, 10.30 in the morning, and he's, like, done with a pint of whiskey. Or as they call it, drink driving. Drink driving? In, uh, in other places. Do they? That are not here. Yeah, I think in uh, hmm. in the UK and all those fun places, it's drink driving. Drink driving, huh? Yeah, do a bit of drink driving to do go get a uh, go get some chips. Yeah, hmm. couple pints, couple pints, few chips. chips with me mates <laughs> in it. Watch the game <laughs> <laughs> in it. <laughs> uh, uh, watch some football. <clears throat> Yeah, so this this movie starts out. There's like a, a pretty girl on a beach, and she's like, "Oh, if all this, well, you ever heard a fairy tale? You ever, you ever seen a fairy tale before?" <laughs> and then it cuts to Steven Seagal talking to an Asian man who has eyebrows that were drawn on with black Crayola markers. <laughs> yeah, he or, just, co- or coal. His yeah, oh yeah, or just or like a piece of been... coal from the fireplace or whatever. But they're they're very uh, translucent. Like you can very clearly tell that it's not he a, that there's zero eyebrow hair going there, and that they're just drawn on thickly and not. They're drawn on thickly, but they're not drawn as thick eyebrows. <laughs> so they're you, like it just looks like a. Like a piece of Crayola marker on skin because it's washable. You know what I mean? Like it looks like he's gonna sweat them off. Is what I'm saying. Oh yeah, yeah. It looks real I, bad. I got the feeling that someone did that with their finger. They're <laughs> right. Because <laughs> we got to make you look angry. <laughs> so they drew him little angry eyebrows. Oh shit! Oh, it's a fucking mess. Um, so yeah, we get. Uh, what would you say uh, is Steven Seagal's general vibe in this? Because I wrote that he looks like he's just going around promoting his new chain sandwich shop. (laughs) (laughs) That, but the sandwich shop, is kung fu themed. Yeah. Did I not say that part? (laughs) (laughs) Got him. Got him. Uh, yeah, there's probably like animes that you can read in the while you're waiting for your <clears throat> sandwich. And they're like, when you get your sandwich, they call your name, but they put son at the end of it. 
Like, oh, Birdman's son. <laughs> Daniel's son. Daniel's son? Uh, karate Kid. Uh, anyway, it's a stupid sandwich shop idea, but it's <laughs> one that, you know, Steven Seagal has, so it has got nothing to do with me. So he has a knife fight with this <laughs> with this old guy yeah he does and imagine like having just just knives not like a fucking sword or anything nope just knives I, they're a bit long they're they're decent sized knives they're decent sized knives so imagine having this knife fight with your friend where you're holding you, both of you are holding the knives but you're standing 10 feet away from each other <laughs> And then every now and then you, you both reach all the way, maximum reach as far uh, as you can go, and you yep. just ting them. Yeah. Just once. So ding. it's like... Ding, ding. Ding. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> it looks bad, it sounds bad, and it doesn't... Uh, that doesn't track. Uh, I know that you're uh, a master of the... Uh the swords and uh, knives. Uh, yeah, no, Steven it's Seagal. no, it's I. <laughs> it's very quiet. I've got his um. <clears throat> Slower is called a rhythm. My mother used to love you. But in the in the all right, I'm gonna back all the way up to the yeah, very the it. very second thing that happens in this movie again, when it's Steven Seagal and that Asian dude, and they're in a place, and he's like, "Oh, you feel? Like, oh, you, th- you threaten me? I gotta, I'm gonna have to fuck you up. What are you breaking my heart, baby?" I think somebody was doing voice acting for him in that. Yeah, I think so. Because he sounds totally different. I'm like, why isn't he all raspy and Steven Seagully? Because I don't watch a lot of Steven Seagal's. Uh, Steven Seagal, excuse me. Seagull. I, I drew a picture of Steven Seagull before. <laughs> you ever seen it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's really great. It's just in ballpoint pen. It took me like <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> And then Steve, Steven Seagal's in a uh, movie, uh, The Shallows, with Blake Lively, where she's, Oof. like, stuck on a rock and there's a shark. But there's a seagull, and she's like, you can be Steven Seagal. And I was like, I drew that shit! <laughs> it's just a seagull with Steven Seagal's head. That's all it is. But, uh, anywho, he's got voice acting done. He's got really bad voiceover at the end. Like, yeah. Your audio guy sucks hard. Yeah, that was real uh, bad. What do you what do you got over there? I got some white boys rob a bank and drive motocross. That's exactly what I have. They uh, make a dope getaway at thirty five miles per hour. <laughs> yeah, they do. And then they have a bit of a bit of fun afterwards. They're kind of wrestling each other. <laughs> oh, 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 my shirt came off. We got to, but they have to tape the money to themselves, right? To cross the border, or I guess because I guess they're going from. Cambodia to Bangkok. <laughs> you telling me Bangkok? But uh, <laughs> I hardly knew her. I hardly even. I have. I'm not sure. I don't think I'm familiar though. Ooh. Um, they drive. Yeah, they drive real slow. There was supposed to be a line in the movie, but I think they left it out. "Quote unquote." It's like taking money from a bank. <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> My God, it was so easy. It was like 
taking money from a bank. <laughs> yeah, this, this movie's fucking ridiculous, man. It's so um, silly. I'm I'm loving it though. It's a lot of um, it is. It's it's giving you a bit of a wink and a nod without obviously doing it. I think. I don't think this seriously thought it was like a groundbreaking. I think they thought they could make this and make money. I get the sense that they thought it was going to be good. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's just a a lot of overacting. Some uh, underacting. Some underacting. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I guess it would be underacting in this in this yeah, case. Yeah. It's just uh, the 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 love interest uh Avalon Pim Pim Boober Pim Boober Pim Boober Boober That sounds like a fucking pet name for somebody's husband I mean she's a cutie pie but she's she's not she's not expressive at all She is really cute terrible actress Yeah I don't I wasn't um not no maybe she's another stuff that's better Fucking hope. I fucking hope so too, because this is not a it's not a testament to. You know what else she's in? What else is she in? Ninja, Shadow of a Tear. Haven't seen that. She's in uh, Strike Back. Don't know about that one. Oh, that's actually a TV show. Oh, okay. I still haven't heard of it. She's in uh, so, something uh, called The Asian Connection. Huh. Sounds vaguely familiar. <laughs> Asian connection. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. There's like eight times when he's like, hey, get just got to take care of one more thing. Go see my connection. Which connection? All right. <laughs> it's the guy that I got this 2016 Ford Ranger Wild Track. <laughs> there, there's a lot of that pickup truck in it. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to lie. I don't, I'm not a truck guy. I don't give a shit about that kind of stuff. Uh, but pretty nice truck. That's it. Yeah, it looks like an okay truck. I, if somebody was like, "Hey, Danny, you want this truck? You want to drive this around? Yeah, sure. Like, I don't yeah, give a I'll shit. Drive that around. <laughs> looks comfy. More comfy taking it though. More comfy than the old S10, baby. Yeah, sleeps too. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I was getting you. I was drinking my beer. You beat me to it just barely. All right. Uh, there's a scene where our main character shows his love interest some money. And then he gives her a stretchy necklace. And then she holds a gun on him while she rapes him. <laughs> what the fuck was that, man? I don't know. It was really weird. She's like pointing a loaded gun at him. She'd be like, do me on all this money. Yeah, do me. Yeah. It'd be a whole lot hotter if you... Can you just put that gun down? <laughs> you just, just drop the piece. You... <laughs> yeah. Drop that forty-five. We... if you oops-a-daisy with that. We can still do this, yeah. but... Just put that to the side. Oh my god, it's fucking great! Yeah, so you've got to, you've got two guys. You've got a, uh, a young buck criminal, uh, criminal guy, and you've got his more seasoned, drunk, angry Irish friend that shoots every anytime they go Scottish. into a bank. Anytime they go into Man, a bank, if they walk into a bank and you fucking got a sneeze, I hope you got your affairs in order. Because <laughs> fucking, fucking game dead, over, dude. baby. He shoots. At least one person at every bank. Yeah. Next thing I've got is uh, the Cambodian connection. Uh, interrogation dude gets Timothy Dorf. <laughs> Timothy Dorf. <laughs> you like that? Uh, you rob banks for me, blah, blah, blah. I'll bang your girlfriend. Fuck you. Oh, yeah. The, so the guy that works for Steven Seagal, he's, he's basically running this show. 
right? Right. He's he's telling these guys, you're going to go rob this bank. This, this is where you're going. This is what you're doing. This mm-hmm. is how much you're taking, whatever. This is how much you're going to give me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He's playing both sides, baby. It's what we call uh, a both side player. An Asian connection. <laughs> is that what they call that? <laughs> no, I don't know. I still don't know what the Asian... I think they were just running out of names. Man. Why, or that they could are, have just called it The Connection. Or that these are like... Why, are, why are, did, these, are these... I'm fucking awful at geography. Are all of these places in Asia? Like, are these all Asian countries? Cambodia and what was the first one? Cambodia, Bangkok. So they start out in Cam- Cambodia. I don't think Bangkok's in what's considered Asia. Cambodia is Southeast Asia. Okay. All right. Uh, Bangkok is uh, Bangkok is Thailand. Uh, okay. Which is man would have been a good movie to do with the Devil's Double. The Devil's Double. This oh yeah, is, I still I haven't watched that. This yet. is such a good. This is such a versatile bad movie. Yeah. Yeah, you could do it with all kinds of shit. The thing. Okay, so the thing that I do appreciate about this movie is it. It at least has a plot that you can somewhat follow. Yeah, right? I, like yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, I glom onto it. It does. It's not a nonsensical story, right? You yeah. could do this with a few good actors and a good director, and it would be a good story. Yeah, it'd be fine. Like, has it been done? Mm, yeah, yeah, kind of. Pretty much. Yeah, it has. But you could still make it good. The first thing I would probably get rid of would be Steven Seagal and those outfits he's wearing. His fucking, uh, what's that called? You ever seen Ip Man? It's the stuff that Donnie Yen wears in Ip Man. Okay, so a couple things I want to talk about. But with more jewelry. Yes, of course. A couple things I want to talk about. Um, Steven Seagal really likes flowers at one point. Mm-hmm. And can you give us, uh, can you give us the name of the flower that he, he really enjoys? This flower is called a <laughs> And was that a flower that your mother she enjoyed? <laughs> Thank you, Stephen. <laughs> like, you can't understand anything he says at all. Just in the studio, be like, hey, Stephen, could you give me a... <laughs> <clears throat> Just clear it out a bit. There you go. There we go. Yep. And take it from the top. That's like that very first scene. It doesn't sound like him at all. It's like not like gruff or Mm -hmm. or anything. Yeah, he's very clear. It's it's so weird. That's fucking bizarre. So another scene I want to talk about. This is my favorite scene in the film. It was just, it was beautifully done. I felt very aroused. Uh, At the end of the scene, I was, I was very happy. I could have stopped watching the movie at this point. Was it when there was the titty? No. Oh, okay. That was number two. Okay. <laughs> that was my second favorite scene of the film. <laughs> All right. So, favorite scene. It is a soft martial arts scene. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Where Steven Seagal, he does... Soft martial arts with <laughs> yeah. a woman. Yeah, yeah, that's he does. that's it. I don't know how else to explain it. It's like imagine, um, right? You know how jujitsu is like a lot of wrestling on the ground and stuff. Imagine like two wet bow tie noodles doing jujitsu. 
it's is that it was beautiful it was central oh my um, god it just it hit all the right notes for me come here you fat piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> and he's like steven seagal's got just gorgeous women all over him all the time he's <laughs> just a he's fucking old fat nasty <laughs> mother <laughs> oh man I, hear, uh, I, it's hear. Like, I don't just want to throw anybody under the bus. And I, you know, I used to quite like a lot of Steven Seagal stuff. And, I, and I'd, be, I'd be completely honest with you. I enjoyed this. I'd watch it again. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I had, I, had, I had a lot of fun with this. I I did. But at the same time, just on a, a, a comedic level, I, w- I did want to see more Steven Seagal. Yeah. Because it's so ridiculously yeah. funny funny like i know that's not what he's going for at all no. he's super serial about this no he's very very like he takes it. this he i know and that's what's great about it and on the off chance that he did hear this and email me about the show and he's like i'll come kick your ass i'd be like all right dude please <laughs> if you fucking fly to bonnie terre <laughs> you think do you think we'd get him on the show we got an airport here yeah, you I know. Can come on the show. No, you I'll do. fucking beat the shit out of you and get you a cold beer. <laughs> <laughs> come on the podcast. I'll watch a movie you want to watch. He probably, wouldn't drink beer, though. Probably shit, though. He drinks sake. Sake. <laughs> sake. <laughs> why does... If you can answer this question for us... I like sake. Why does Steven Seagal think that he is an Asian man? If you can answer this... I don't know. Are there any Steven Seagal aficionados out there listening to this? He's quite a. He seems like a caricature. Uh, but, Essentially, but I he's mean, a real man. Oh yeah, you know he's a real man. I just it would be interesting to know him and be like, wow, he is something else. I'm sure he's a good dude. Maybe not. I, I bet don't it, think I so. bet he's intolerable. Yeah, I know. I I was gonna I was gonna say I don't think he is. So it sounds like martial arts are a big part of his life. Well, yeah. Um, have, you seen a, a, have you seen an action movie since the <laughs> late, late 80s? He is a, first of all, he's 68 years old. Okay. Damn. Doesn't look a day over 75. <laughs> uh, he is a seventh Dan Black Belt in Aikido. Is that how you say that? I think so. I would be willing to wager... That those are more honorary. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, hey, you never know, baby. Yeah, like the way, uh, like the way Neil deGrasse Tyson has seven honorary master's degrees or PhDs. Yeah, only he could probably put up. Oh, you know what I mean? He could probably put up on that stuff. I don't know about. I don't know about all. <laughs> Steven. Oh, SS. Maybe in his heyday. You know what I'm saying? When he was like. 35, 28. Yeah, probably. He's probably a bad motherfucker. Steven Seagal? Yeah. Yeah, probably. He had that long-ass ponytail? Yeah. Used to watch some Steven Seagal shit when I was a kid. Sounds like, yeah, sounds like he's a real piece of shit. Uh, From 1996 to 2018, multiple women accused Seagal of sexual harassment or assault. Well. (sighs) Tune in next week for... (laughs) Good night, folks. (laughs) Should we cut? We can cut that if you want. No, to. I'm leaving that in. That's, <laughs> okay, that's funny. No, it's a uh, yeah, fucking. I fucking hate that shit. What are you gonna do, man? People are dirtbags. Yeah, they, hey, they we, really are. Don't meet your fucking hero, folks. You know, right? Just don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Um, I don't uh, particular uh, 
the 10 second soapbox. I don't care if somebody who's in a movie is a shitty fucking person. Cause I mostly don't follow a lot of celebrity stuff. Mostly cause I, get I that. mostly cause I don't care. I, I come across some of it because you c- kind of can't not. You're just there to watch the film. Yeah, I'm just here to watch the movie. If you're a fucking shitty person or whatever, then you're a fucking shitty person. I'll tell other people, fuck you. Yeah. But will I watch your movie? I don't know. It depends. Is there something better else on? You know, <laughs> is, there, is there something better on? Because I'll watch that. Uh, anyway, there's a bank robbery montage. <laughs> oh, shit. I was just getting ready. Montage with titty is what I wrote down. I Yeah, montage with titty and money is what I, <laughs> is what I have written down. <laughs> <laughs> verbatim <laughs> oh, man. oh man that's funny that's stuff good. Yeah, there's, that's good there's one titty in it though there's just one just the one just the one it's just one titty one side view titty email us at it's just one titty at <laughs> gmail.com and don't that's probably somebody's personal email okay don't do that that's not actually that probably makes it funnier I'm gonna email him right now <laughs> see if he responds <laughs> We'll do a segment next week. <laughs> no, I won't. I'll do it later. All right. I'll do it while I'm editing this. Let's see if we can find any uh, other awesome information about Steven Seagal. All right. While you're doing that, uh, Steven Seagal makes that speech about eating fish. Oh, my God. He's like, you shouldn't eat a fish. You know, a lot of people say, hey, maybe don't eat fish. He's eating fish. <laughs> in the thing and then he's talking to a really hot woman who's 35 years younger than he is and he's like you know how people say you shouldn't eat fish because <laughs> it's, uh, it's got a face of fisher intelligence sentient, sentient creature sentient, sentient creature and they're right and then he gets interrupted yeah <laughs> It's like they started filming him, his scenes and they were like, just start. Let's just wrap it just up. Just start doing your thing. Yeah. He's going to keep talking. Yeah. But we're going to we're gonna cut to you. We're going to get the chicken fingers in the oven right now. So you got like 20 minutes. <laughs> we'll have this whole scene wrapped up. <laughs> oh, uh, there was a bit where he double punched two guys. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. And then he kicked another dude. And yeah, he kicked another. He double pu- did the double punch and yeah. then the kick. He kicked him in the gut so hard he was unconscious. Yeah, because he's a martial arts master legend. Oh, master martial arts, martial arts. Uh, probably a legend. I would say legend. Probably a legend. I know. Uh, I know. I know. Like I'm. I'm a big fan of uh, kung fu. Just stuff in general. Do you, do you have a favorite kung fu thing? I didn't think it was really your jam, but I know you got really into Ghost of Tsushima. I didn't know if you jumped into any. No, I, it's just it's not a, a genre that I typically follow. Okay, no, um, that's that's not, okay. Not that I wouldn't like if there was right if there was a, like let's say a movie. I was like, hey, you have to watch this movie for yeah. this podcast. Well, not 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 even just that. Like, if you just recommended, like, hey, man, I really think you would like this. You typically know what oh, I yeah. like. Even if it wasn't for the show, I'd be like, okay, you know, I'll check that out. Mm, nice. Well, have you ever seen any of the Ip Man movies? No, but I hear they are good. God, they're so fucking good. Dude, Donnie Yen. I'm a big advocate of Donnie Yen for anything in the MCU. Just get him in there. Yeah. Because he's 
he's fucking incredible, man. Get him to do something, like anything, any fucking character, because he... Well, apparently Marvel's going to do fucking show after show this year. Like, there's not going to be... A- you seen WandaVision? No, but I hear it's amazing. It's fucking really good, man. It's good. It's breezy. It's fun. It's kind of dark. Like, 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 ugh. Oh, okay. Which is crazy because it's on Disney, right? Yeah. Well, man, there. Yeah, it is on Disney Plus, but Disney so Plus. are all the Marvel movies. And a lot of yeah, the Marvel movies are really dark. Right. I know people like, it's not dark like, like Batman. Well, you good. know, have you seen BVS? So. I haven't. It's well, you're not you you're not missing anything, <laughs> I promise you. Batman stabs Superman with a kryptonite staff after getting his ass kicked cuz it's fucking Superman. Superman. Yeah. Mm. So that's ben it. Af- oh, Ben Affleck. They had to give him a they had to give Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck a, uh, versus Right. Uh what's his name? Chin uh <laughs> Chin, crimson chin. (laughs) The crimson chin. (laughs) All right, back to Steven Seagal. (laughs) Anyway, Steven Seagal, what a piece of shit, am I right? Apparently he's a musician as well. (laughs) Probably plays the skin flute. Got him. Oh, fucking. Plays the, he'll play your pussy like a harmonica, maybe. Damn. Probably Steven Seagal. With that mustache, though, or that, uh, sorry, uh, that mustache, like I meant spray painted on the spray painted goatee. He's got this goatee that looks like it's made of like a noodle, you know, <laughs> like when you go swimming and you get the the pool noodle. <laughs> His goatee looks like it's made of pool noodle, <laughs> but it's just spray painted black. Yeah, 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 with not any regard for the the lines, <laughs> you know, the, like the. They didn't tape it off, is what I'm saying. Oh, man. Uh, oh, what about his hair, though? Like, I don't know if that's a hairpiece or if that's plugs or if there's like a spray on thing <laughs> or a combo of the I, three. I feel like it, yeah, I feel like it you might be a combo. A, you think it's a combo? I think, it, I think we're going combo. What if I were to get a haircut like that and have. <laughs> can I get, should I get plugs like a doll? <laughs> Like a creepy doll and just say creepy doll shit all the time. I'll shave my beard, though. I'll never have a beard ever again. I've had a beard since I was like 13 years old. I'll get rid of the beard. I'll never have it again. And I'll just have creepy doll hair and a baby face. If I show up one day and you you have hair, I'm going to lose my... I'm going to turn around. (laughs) Take it off. I'm going to go back home. That's a good call, though, because I'm probably a clone at that point. Ooh, shit. Did we just write a movie? I think so. I think I'm going to write that down. <laughs> clones don't. Uh, clones have hair. <laughs> clones have hair? Is that the title? Clones have teen <laughs> hair. That's what's up. Oh, man. All right. Uh, yeah, so Irish Buddy gets killed. Uh, the all new 2016 Ford <laughs> Ranger Wild Track. And uh, I could do the audio guy's job better. Did you know that Steven Seagal has been a reserve deputy chief. I did. <laughs> in Florida? Is it yeah, Florida? It yeah, it's Florida. Or no, sorry, Louisiana. Sorry. Oh, okay. Well, you know, one of those wet places with a lot of, <laughs> It's a wet place with a lot of crime. What do you want? They got wet crime. Wet crime. Anybody down there? That should, be, that should Every, be a, uh, film, a, a film genre. No, well, uh, yeah, I guess it could be. NCIS, wet crime. Wet crime. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's it. It's the name of this book. The, this movie we just made. Uh, clones, well, we have, clones have teen hair, wet crime. <laughs> we, we can't use NCIS, but we can come up with something else. No, we'll use... Um, NICS, baby. NICS. <laughs> Nicks. Go Nicks. <laughs> oh, that's fucking good shit. National... So, how many... How many thumbs would you give this as a regular movie? As a regular movie. Two thumbs. You going two thumbs? Yes. I'll go three and a half. Wow. I'll go three and a half because the story is salient. That's why I gave it two. Yeah, I was like, the story is salient. You know what it's I mean? It's fine. Well, we fucking watch movies on this show that like are fucking total trash. But they're like, oh, there was one thing I liked, so I'll give it a two. You do whatever you want. Two's totally fine. I think I'm going to go three and a half. It's not as, like, a five is something that I would turn on TV, and I would watch it, and I would go, huh. And I would never watch it again, <laughs> and I probably wouldn't talk about it to anybody. Yeah. Because it just wasn't interesting. But it's fine that you watched it, Yeah, it was right? fine. It was fine, yeah. yeah. That's how I feel about this. Like, it was, it was kind of fine. Oh, no, I don't think. I mean, it was entertaining. It was, it was fine as far as it had... A story that it had, was complete. It had structure. It had uh, bones. Yeah. Just as Skeleton Man. So did I. Had <laughs> his bones. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, which, by the way, this will be the episode where the Skeleton Dan commercial airs. Oh. So I hope you guys like that Skeleton Dan commercial mm. from the Skeleton Man episode. Oh, skeleton man. Oh, man. Oh, skeleton. skeleton. Man. Anyway, back to um I don't know, maybe karate two, man. Maybe two is is two a little harsh? Two I don't think two so. thumbs? I don't think so. That depends on Out of on a you. possible is it a possible 10 thumbs? It's always a possible 10 thumbs. Right. That's what I thought. Yeah. Now, where did we get these thumbs? Uh, these, Were these trash bin thumbs? No, these are probably like from a bank. Oh, from bank a, thumbs. Bank, so, vault, bank vault thumbs. Okay. Like the thumbs that you need for the passcode. <laughs> like okay. you put your thumb on a passcode and it scans you in and that unlocks the bank vault. Ten of those thumbs. So, okay, here's my question. If you had 11 bank thumbs, because you, you have to have... You gotta get one to open. You have the to vault. have one to open the vault. Okay, that one's gotta stay outside. Yeah. Okay. But then when, once you open the vault with your bank thumb, how many of those thumbs? How many bank vault deposit thumbs would you take out of the box and put into your satchel for this movie? As a regular movie? Yes. I got three and a half. Oh, that's right. You just said that. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay. So, as a bad film. Yeah, bad movie. You got your thumb. Mm-hmm. You're going to take your thumb. You're going to press it against the scanner. Okay. The scanner's going to activate. Yeah. It's going to, yeah. It's going to fucking <sighs> pop open a little safety deposit box. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> and, and that box is going to have 10 thumbs in it. Is it reasonable? <laughs> <laughs> how many of those? How many of those fucking bank thumbs would you take out for a bad film? I'm gonna I'm gonna go eight. 
I had a lot of, I had a lot of fun with this. It was, all of these bad movies are about 20 minutes too long for me. 15, <laughs> 20 minutes, you know what I mean? You could have trimmed 15 minutes off of it and it would have been fine. Easily. But it had structure. It had a story. The main actors in it, the, what's the guy's name that played, uh, what was his name? Oh, uh, Rachi, he had a Timothy, uh, Timothy, (laughs) very funny, Timothy Dorf. No, I thought, I thought John Edward Lee was fine. Um, was he though? Yeah, I thought he was okay. He was doing what he could with what he got. Uh, Jesus Christ. The guy that played Niren, he was fine. The guy that played the main character, I thought he was fine. He just, it's not his fault that he kind of looks like Timothy Olfant. You know what I mean? He was going a little zany for the role, but with a different director, everything he was doing, I thought was yeah fine I mean, for I what guess. it was. He just was doing a character. Right. And I would have told him not to do a character. And yeah, I mean, you have to replace his, his love interest. Yeah, she was real bad in this. Just flat. I just flat. I would I would like to say that it was a really good performance. And I thought she was great and everything else in the movie sucked, but that's just not the case. I thought she was uh, phoning it in. So you're going eight? I go eight as eight. a bad movie. Yeah. Bang. What do you Vault. say Thumbs. as a bad movie, but you've, you're getting ready to grip your hands with ten fingers on the wheel of a 2016 Ford Ranger Wild Track? <laughs> But all your fingers are thumbs. <laughs> how many how many fingers are you gripping that steering wheel with? How many thumbs you mean? Yeah, how many how many thumb fingers? <laughs> how many thumb fingers? How many fingers? <laughs> I will go I'm gonna go seven firm, really beautifully placed. Well manicured. Well manicured. Not too many wrinkles. No, no, no. You know, nice and soft. They're moisturized. Ni- yeah, yeah. Seven beautifully placed thumbs on the steering wheel of a 2016 Ford Ranger Wild Track. That's horny as fuck. God damn, it's fucking horny as fuck. <laughs> what would you do to make this a better movie or to make it profit? All, all you got to do is make it profitable. They spent two million. They didn't even make what three quarter mil. They lost one and three quarter million dollars <laughs> out of the two. Somebody million, did out of the two million dollars that they spent. I want to. I want to say, as you were kind of speaking about earlier, it was probably Steven Seagal his money. Yeah, yeah, it probably was. But if I could take Steven Seagal's money and be like, "Stay home, stay home, hey, and Steven, just, just let me take care of this." Hey, hey, Steven. Hello, Steven. Yeah, you want you want. How are you doing today, bud? Um, good, good. Uh, so we're... Yeah, no, 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 no. It, it's going well. It's going well here. Um, We're not actually going to need you. This flower is called the uh, Rosenbella Right, right. That's beautiful. Um, Keep that up. But we're not actually going to need you today. At the studio. Because it's nap time. <laughs> it's just nap time. It's 11 a.m. It's fucking time to take a nap. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, St- Stephen Skull's out. Um, Stephen Skull's out. 
The female the love lady, interest the f- is out. Love interest is out. She's out the window. The t- the okay. So you want to keep? Uh, I just I think the the main three characters. Old boy, his, his old buddy, his buddy, his buddy would work, and the guy that I guess is the Asian connection. Right. That's that's, he, that's my point. Is like those three guys were fine. Yeah. The 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 guy that played the the Asian gentleman. He's he's kind of overselling it in like two or three scenes, but. You can get, get a him. different director in there and just go, hey, just fucking tone that shit down, maybe. Take it down a little bit. Let's change this camera angle a little bit. To, take twenty five percent off to maybe. make you little, Yeah. Yeah, take about twenty five percent off. That's it. Maybe even fifteen. Maybe fifteen. You probably get away with that. <laughs> Depends on how dark your glasses are, I guess. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Um yeah, it's gotta it's gotta have a different director. So different director. If I could get anybody I wanted to, we're not talking about two million dollar. I'd get didn't Denis Villeneuve do? Oh, you mean uh, Denis, Denis Villeneuve. Villeneuve? Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve. Yeah, yeah. Croissant. Did he do croissant? Croissant. <laughs> uh, did he do um, Sicario? Yes, he did. Then I want Denis Villeneuve. One of my favorite directors, yeah. Well, he's, yeah, I'll, he's I'll take so him. good. Yeah, prisoners. Take, yeah, he was great. He'll make the action in this more tense, mm. and because there's not like a ton of big explosions and yeah, which there's really which not. was actually kind of good. You it know, was like, kind of nice that it, you just weren't trying to jerk me around with like, hey, you like fire though, check, right? Check this out. Check, you ever see a thing blow up? <laughs> yeah, I've seen. I have. I've seen lots. <laughs> You don't need to spend a bunch of a bunch of money to show me that shit. No, no, not at all. I don't. I I I care more about like character development mm-hmm. t- type of stuff because it makes me care about the characters that are in it. So yeah, uh, which he also did a great job doing in Sicario. So if I can get anybody I want, I want Denis Villeneuve. That's awesome. I, I want that. to. I want to replace the female lead. I have no idea who with, and um, I want to replace Steven Seagal entirely. And change the whole tone of that. Him being like a kung fu master, they, that's that's got to go. Yeah, you just need. And then I and then the last thing I want to change is the title of the film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Because the Asian connection not only sounds very racist, but it has nothing to do with the movie. It just needs to be called the connection. I think that's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's or fine. Whatever. I don't that care. That even really doesn't make that much sense. Call it fucking deposit slip. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ooh, withdrawal. That's already a film. Whatever. Whatever. Who fucking cares. What about uh, thumb score for the name of the movie? <laughs> thumb score. Because we're gonna. We could just know, have me like, all right, so listen, I'm going to park here around the back. It's 3,782 thumb widths away from the door. <laughs> <laughs> they just they just measure everything in, in unnecessary thumb measurements. <laughs> That's our film, folks. <laughs> yeah. So I'd get Denis Villeneuve. Uh, who would you replace Seagal with? Fucking anybody. <laughs> you want you want no. like a if you want an no. older older gangster type person, can be guy or a lady, but they gotta have fucking agency. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Steven Seagal doesn't strike me as a man with agency. He strikes me as a man who really likes fried chicken and taking a nap. 
I just that's the way it shows up on screen, man. It's got nothing to do with the guy personally. Siggy's got to have his napsies, baby. Sounds like a dirtbag anyway, but you know, fucking what? What? Um, just a good, a good hard ass crime boss. Mm. How about Kate Blanchett? Yeah, think you could pull off Kate Blanchett? Kate Bland, Bland, Kate Bland (laughs) shit. How do you spell that? How do you spell that last name? B L A N C H E T. Oh, there she is. Oh, it's C A T E. Her name. Ah. I was like spelling K A. I was. <laughs> Did you just do a robot fart? Is that a robot fart? How many ones and zeros? <laughs> what combination of ones and zeros did you use to make that fart? That's going at the end. That's great. <laughs> that robot fart, get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> what, uh, what, Kate Blanchett. What do you um, think? You think you could get think you could get Kate Blanchett to work? Just as a hard ass crime boss? Just a crime boss. Lo- dude. There was an article about this recently. You, look, l- ladies actually, I would argue, most of the time make more interesting crime bosses. No, that's what I was going to say. There was an article about that recently where they were stating, we need more of that. Think about Dread when we watch Dread. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's her name? Uh, Edit this so we don't sound yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking stupid. No, but I, I am, won't. I am I'm, I'm going to leave this in deliberately because it's good listening. How stupid we are. Lena Hetty. Lena Hetty. As Ma Ma Ma. Ma Ma. 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 Ma, you staying for supper? You staying for supper, Ma? Hey, Ma. Uh, Lena Hetty and Dread. That's gotta, the shit that we want. Like, that's the shit that I want, man. It was so good. Cinematically gives me a fucking hot on. Yeah? Are you a fucking cop, though? <laughs> Maybe I'm a fucking cop. Kate Blanchett. I think that could work. I like that. That's that's you just pulled that out of your ass. Yeah, you but like, I like that? It. Well, it's because I just watched Thor Ragnarok. Not like ooh yeah. shit. Actually, last time you were here, yeah, we wa- we yeah. started. I mean, we started it, and right. then I passed out. Okay. Yeah, because that's what I do. Same, same, <laughs> same. Who would you who would you get to replace the love interest? Who is also the narrator who I thought was going to have, like, magic powers at the end of this. Oh, man. That's a totally different film that we could we could make that work. Uh, it was it was really efficient for it. There was a certain point where I'm like, she's going to have magic powers. And you're like, she probably will. She might. I was like, she she won't. But that's where, that's where this feels like it's going. It's a real divergent situation or something like that. I've never seen the divergent <laughs> films. I don't think I have either. So for the love interest, I don't know if she's of the right age, but for me, I'm going to go Susan Park. And I don't know if you've seen Susan Park in anything. She was in Vice Principals. She was in Fargo season one, I believe. I could be wrong on that. She is in the Snowpiercer TV series, which I haven't watched yet, but I'm sure it's great. Oh yeah, yeah. I've caught her in a couple of things. Yeah, she's a she's definitely a better pick. That's she's my, definitely a better pick. That, yeah, that would be my pick. I think she's a really great actress. Yeah, especially if you want to keep with the just the general aesthetic. I thought everything else really was okay. It just needed more direction and to not have Steven Seagal in it. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. So let's we got to pick a we got to pick a good villain 
here. Oh, I picked uh, uh Oh Kate, shit, yeah, Kate, that's right. Sorry. Kate Blanchett. Blanchett. Bait Clanchet. Bait Bait Clanchet. I like it. That's a good one. Old Bait. Old Bait. Clanchet. Oh, I know Old Bait. She's oh. a good old gal. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, do I put a little bit of Old Bait every time we make crawfish. <laughs> we have crawfish boil. You use a lot of Old Bait seasoning. Yeah. It's an Is old, that it's her an old line? Bait joke. Is that her line anybody on the, seasoning? Anybody on the East Coast, holla holla. <laughs> you know you love that Old Bay. <laughs> <laughs> I do love Bay. She knows it, too. Old Bay? Yeah. Good seasoning? That's what we have when we do a crawfish boil. No, my girlfriend. You should... Uh, you, do you like crawfish? Yeah. Yeah? We'll do crawfish boil this summer since we're all <laughs> vaccinated and shit. Guys come over, we'll drink some beer, have big-ass fire. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I think that was a successful, easy, easy movie to make better. I have to be honest with you, it wasn't that bad. It was funny how bad it was, but there weren't that many things that were bad about it where it wouldn't be easy to make it a profitable film. We had a real Skeleton Man vibe with this one. A lot of shooting. A lot of shooting. A lot, a lot of guns. A lot of real long shooting scenes where I'm like, that's not necessary. Nope. How many clips? Do you have like 18 clips on you? That's crazy. It's expensive. That is super expensive. <laughs> also, it would weigh you down while you're trying to rob a bank and get away in a blazing 38 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> on your motorbike. <laughs> right. Does that wrap it up for this one? What else What else you got? Did you... Do you would you... I mean, that's it for this. I mean... uh it wasn't that bad. It certainly wasn't good. So we fulfilled, we checked the box of it being a bad movie. We did. Number two, we checked the box of it actually being like not that long and kind of fun to watch, which is more of a personal preference, but not necessary for the show. It can be an awful movie as long as it's not so bad. There's nothing to say about it because you feel like you just watched two hours of three-minute YouTube videos clipped together that have nothing to do with each other. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Right. Like Exterminator 2, looking at you. <laughs> oh, man. I'm still my top nominee. Oh, by the way, for the uh, the award show we're going to do at the end of the year, I thought it would be cool if we'd call it the Low Fills. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? <laughs> Alicia thought that was really smart. You like that? That's cute. The Low Fill Awards? That's cute. Yeah. It's Just I, like a... I, just like a beer glass, but it's like three quarters of the way full. It's because I bring you so many low fills. It's because you bring us low fills. That's kind of like what fuels the show. Mm. So it's like our currency. If you didn't know, I work in the brewing industry, and it's... Oh, my God. Would they make a beer called this just two hops? <laughs> <laughs> they do. We just drank it earlier. <laughs> For real? No. <laughs> it's just two hops, baby. Call it oh. it's just two movies podcast Beer. Beer. <laughs> I like it's just two hops. That's it. That's it. So tell they, they tell did, them if uh, they release one beer that's the name of our show, I will promote their brewery on every <laughs> single episode I ever do forever. That's awesome. I'll even go back and edit it into the old <laughs> ones. They did a series last year, which I think is one of the most clever things I've ever seen, where it's a, it's a single hop series. Mm -hmm. And you probably remember this. But every one was just like, oops, all, and whatever hop it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. So if it was like Citra, oops, oops all, all Citra. Citra. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oops, all Mosaic. 
Oops yeah. All Galaxy. Yeah, I remember those. You brought me some of those. I think oh, I had the Oops man. All Galaxy, and I might have had the Oops All Citra also. Cash, I think I brought you Cashmere. Yeah, the Cashmere was one that I had. That shit was fucking bomb. It's different. What's the the cloud? Uh, is it Cloud City? Cloud Cloud Nine? Yeah, that's, that's a narrow Cl- gauge. Is it Cloud City? Oh, it's cloud a different City. brewery. Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. I thought because of the can and the label, like it. No, but those. I mean, those two are. They're up there, though. You know what I mean? I wonder if St. St. Louis still has the St. Louis. St. Louis. St. <laughs> Louis. Do you think Aaron Lewis, <laughs> when he came through St. Louis, he called it Stained Louis? I would. <laughs> he fucking missed the ticket, man. Stained Louis. That son Stain of a bitch. Louis, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Stained Louis. Sally T's up in this bitch. <laughs> oh, that is some post-credit gold right there. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to refer to the, the good folks out there and be like, hey, there's a thing I a thing I, a thing I, a thing I saw um, or listened to or read or? I've been reading uh, Neil Gaiman's The Graveyard Book, which you got me in a little box set. I got you Neil Gaiman's The Graveyard Book in a little bo- box set? Yes, you did. Good for me. You bought me... Uh, it's a little three book box set. Um, I don't know if, if if you're not familiar with the author Neil Gaiman. It's um, I would say fantasy. What else did he do? Uh, so he's done. I'm trying to remember American Gods. Trying, oh, okay. Got. I don't think we got that for you, man. Yeah, yeah, you did. I don't think so, bro. Yeah. For when? For what? Uh, you just sent it to me, and I was like, oh, that's crazy. I was gonna buy that oh yeah i remember yeah <laughs> yeah we did <laughs> Why are you? well because i was like i thought it would have been delivered here and i would have given no, it to you, you sent it to me yeah yeah i remember that now and i was like what well how is it it's a fucking awesome yeah neil gaiman is one of my here's the thing i don't really get into fantasy the yeah. genre of fantasy but neil gaiman's your but guy neil gaiman man. he's really he's, he's just a guy? great author yeah he's my guy man <laughs> there you go that's good. I went to a bookstore one time, and I was like, "Hey, uh, you know, do you have this book, such and such, by uh, this author?" Oh, uh, and the lady was like, straight up, she's like, "Oh, Neil Gaiman," and I was like, "Nope, <laughs> no, I don't, no, nah, mate, that ain't it, in it, that ain't it, mate, in it, in it." <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, I've been reading Neil Gaiman's The Graveyard Book. Other than that, I've been playing a lot of golf because I'm a fucking nerd. On PlayStation. On PlayStation. Oh, okay. Yes. Right, right, right. I have not been golfing. I was like, if you've been golfing, we should go. We should golf. Yeah. Do you have, do you have any interest? In, I always thought that you would be interested in golfing. I am I love playing golf. I am not by any stretch of the imagination a good golfer. I used to play golf, but it's just been too many years. Are you, are you lefty? I'm a righty. Are you right? Really? Yeah. Aren't you a brown? Aren't you brown-eyed lefty? So I'm left-handed. The only thing I do with my left hand is right. You jerk off left-handed? No, I jerk off right-handed. You guys aren't going to start sucking each other's dicks, are you? Let's go, let's go, talk. We're a one-eyed Batman. Can I make a suggestion that doesn't involve violence? Or is this the wrong crowd? Maybe we should call in a bomb threat to Houston. I think it's free beer night at the Astrodome. The Jedi. 
Bob, we don't fight with guns, we fight with our mind. Cousin business is a booming. That is one big pile of shit. Jail gone. It's Just Two Movies is a production of Blue Cheese and Bacon Studios and can be found wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> That's a wicked fat. That's a wicked fat. Wicked Are you fat. a fucking you co-op? Kind of fucking co-op. Hey, you have to tell me if you're a co-op. I mean, you don't, but you have to. If you're a co-op, you have to fucking let me know if you're a co-op. Yeah, you fuck suck my fat. <laughs> <laughs> suck my fat, you fucking co-op. <laughs> That's it. That's the one. Suck my fat. You suck my fat. You fucking co-op. You fucking cop, you fucking cock sucking cop, motherfucker. <laughs> Bravo. This is going to be a future tweet, but I feel like anytime I go to Casey's, someone might just lick me. Yep. <clears throat> yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then remark on how salty you're not. I thought you'd be salty now. <laughs> You'd knock their teeth out, but they don't have <laughs> they any. Don't have any teeth. <laughs> right? <laughs> My man.